Hey, what's happening, guys? Well, it's taken a lot of work to put all these clips together, but I got the first part all finished up and uh, hopefully released to you guys by now. Now we're into the second part. I've got all these clips put together. Um, yeah, I'm just really excited. This is a live hunt. It's a new segment for me. Um, I hope it comes out as well as I think it did. Um, you know, I know I went a little bit long, so we're into the second part now, but it's just authentic. It's just real time. You get to to see the highs and the lows of a mule deer hunt and the thought process behind it to try to be successful on public lands with a bow, the most difficult thing on planet Earth. So uh, really excited to release it to you guys. Uh, just a warning, there may be some explicit material um, maybe a few swear words here and there. Again, it's authentic and it's real guys talking. I'm sure you guys are all big boys and can handle it, but I wanted to make sure to let you know in case you got kids in the car. Um, all right, well, let's get this thing rolling. I just want to thank our sponsor for the show, Eberly Stock Packs. Eberly Stock is a great company that builds great packs for a great price. Um, I've been using their packs now for a few years. I use their packs on on both of these live hunts or both of these states on this high country mule deer hunt. Uh, I was using the Destroyer for most of it. Um, the Destroyer is a good multi-day pack, packs the weight really well, and you can get a bunch of cubic inches in it. So that's what I've been backpacking on these live hunts with. And then also, I just love their other packs. They have... Um, and in between is a little big top. It's a great day pack. Um, also Dan used that pack on this hunt as well. So he was able to get multiple days worth of gear in it. Um, I also really like their kite pack. Their kite pack is a day pack. Man, it's a heck of a pack. I mean, um, I can day hunt with it. It's really compact. It's really lightweight. And then when I kill something, I can haul it out of the woods. The other night, my my buddy from Hawaii, Sean, arrowed a good bull up in the mountains up there. Dan was with us. It was the three of us. And um, I had that kite pack. We were able to butcher up that elk in grizzly country, make it out, one trip it out, you know, with three guys. And uh, I was able to get a heck of a load in that kite pack, and it packed the weight really well. Uh, didn't even feel like a workout bringing that elk down the mountain. It felt really good to stretch the legs and really pumped for my buddy, Sean. He's been hunting hard and, and had a bunch of close encounters. But yeah, Everly Stock, they're making great packs. Uh, if you're in the market, make sure to check them out. And with that, over there at Eastman's, uh, gosh, we're just all busy in, in our hunting seasons here. I got to call and catch up with the guys there. I just keep getting messages back and forth. Uh, Scott's out of the office this week. I'm He's probably with Ike, and I think those guys are hunting a high country mule deer. He's just trying to get one down here before the end of the season. So, um, yeah, hopefully he gets into him. Uh, you know, I've heard rumors Brandon's out hunting. I haven't seen any pictures come through, but uh, the, those Eastman's guys are consistent. I'm sure we're going to see some big critters hit the deck. And I know Dan killed that really good bull early, and uh, I haven't seen too much else. Maybe I saw an antelope from him. I mean, Dan's such a consistent killer with his bow, and it is so difficult, um, but he does a great job. He's just a great bow hunter. I love having him on the podcast and uh, really happy for his success this season. Can't wait to catch up to those guys, so um, we'll be doing that here shortly, catching up to those guys. I know we got some good Beyond the Grids coming out. I, I got to figure out which episodes are coming out so I can uh, let you guys know, but be on the lookout for that internet TV show. We're going to have some great content. And I know we're all working really hard to uh, produce the best content we can. So uh, with that, let's get into it. So the second part of this live hunt, hunting Colorado, hunting Wyoming, hunting high country mule deer. I have my buddy Dan Heverin with me. Uh, my cameraman makes an appearance, Logan Summers. 
and um, and me, your host, Brian Barney, Eastman's Elevated. Here we go. Good. What were you saying? So it's just kind of interesting. Some mornings when the weather comes in, you got some bucks like sprinting to their beds, you know, for cover. You got three bucks over there in the wide open, just feeding out in the rain. I mean, it's just like <laughs> they're not. They're not all on the same program, not, are they? You know, like some are just. I don't know, still like living in the basins. Other ones are shedding and just kind of being a little bit different, tighter program. And maybe that's just because the bigger bucks are, you know, they're they're going for their beds first light. And the smaller bucks, like the three up there, are just like, I don't know, it doesn't seem like they care. They're definitely secondary living, right? Like oh, the yeah. feed has burned off up high on the peaks and we're still in here. Yeah. We're still having to climb to 10,000 feet, but they're what? All of 500 to 1,000 off the top or 500 to 1,500 off the top? Yeah, I agree. And like we've seen everywhere we've been, as soon as they really start focusing on rubbing off that velvet, as soon as they do that, it's rare for those bucks to go back up to the peaks. Once they rub, they they drop down that 1,000 feet and they kind of hold at that, you know? Yeah, and they're feeding on the green stuff like around the trees or that's shaded just a little bit lower. It's raining here. We're fresh morning. We're just glassing here. We've seen 11 bucks so far this morning, but... You could walk into this drainage and not see any deer and think there's no deer here, but there's bucks in this thing, in the secondary living. They're just like tighter programs, more cover, just barely coming out in the openings. Like yesterday morning, I mean, you killed that bomber buck again. Congratulations. What a giant, man. So, oh, there's one. That's a bear. That's a bear. Pretty bear, though. Holy cow. Down there eating all my deer. See that, Logan? Mm-hmm. See, see the bears? Yeah. She's cool. Well, we might have to pack your meat up to the up to the ridge. They're down there eating on that carcass, weren't they? Yeah. I kept wondering about that yesterday, doing that bike. I kept looking around, thinking, like, oh, this is. Bear's gonna come in if they smell this for sure. But there yeah, you go. we got your meat hung up, but we should really like get it up to the ridge and hang it up high over a cliff up there or something, you know. Okay. Make sure that bear doesn't get into it. Okay. Well, just keep eyes on it. We gotta be careful because it does have a cub. So. Yes. Anyways, I mean, yeah, there's game around. It's just like I said, maybe it is due to the weather, but I think it is due to both. Just the change. I mean, what's today? The eighth or ninth? Um, yeah, it's just, it's, it's a it's a cool September. It's a colder September in the last couple of years. It's been really hot the last couple of years, so this year it just seems like it's it's cooler, so things are starting to happen a little bit quicker, you know? Changes. Yeah, and it's always about this time of year, but they definitely get tougher to hunt than, yeah. like, August oh, yeah. or early September. They're yep. tough right now in this cover. Yeah, they are. They're hard to see. Hard Here to... those bears are. They do our camp, aren't they? Yeah, they might. Could have bear meat too. Yeah. Oh, my phone's getting wet. I'll let you guys know if we get attacked. Okay, well, you can hear the crackling of the fire here. Um, we had a major storm come in and supposed to storm like all the rest this afternoon and tonight, huh? I think we have um, like snow lightning yeah, coming. Snow lightning for tonight, yeah, <laughs> starting at I think four. So. Yeah. Yeah, it's really cloudy, really socked in. Pretty smart. Uh, we had a little bit of a break today, so we decided. I mean, we saw thirty bucks plus on the thirty bandage. bucks this I morning. Mean, pretty wild. We're just waiting for the right one, you know. So uh, we little, didn't see a shooter though, or not that uh, I wanted to shoot. There's no, a couple on the edge. There's a 
there's two that were okay. Yeah, know. I know. I know Anyways, you know, got a little break, and it was kind of cool. We decided to make a big move and go get camp and go get uh, my buck all loaded up. Took my buck, I don't know, what do you think, six, eight hundred feet up and hung it into a tree because we have been seeing, we saw a couple bears. Um, must have been down on my carcass this morning, so we got to see some bears. So we decided to move camp, move the meat, like, way far away from us towards the, you know, the trailhead um, up in a tree. So now we're back here. Set up the TP right, like, 50 to, I don't know, 50 yards from the vantage point. So we got a little fire. We got the TP. Everything's set. Now we're now we're just waiting for weather to, to open up when we yep. get back to hunting. Out of the wind. Dry, um, finally. We were soaked all the way. We had to come back here and change our underwear. That's how wet we were. <laughs> I mean, this got, it was bad today. We got soaked, man. We, oh. um... We went, we were trying to hit the weather window. We knew the storm was coming, but we wanted to run that buck up into the saddle, get it yeah. out of the bear scent. I think that's where we left yep. off last time. I think we were recording when we saw the bear. Oh, So oh, that we sow and that cub came up by us. Oh. Oh, I can't remember what we were re- recording on. We have so many media types going, <laughs> but yeah, man, it's, it's pretty awesome. I'm so stoked to sharing your success of that giant buck, man. You just, yeah. you deserve it and earned it and you've been hunting hard all year and I hate to claim half, but I do feel like it's half mine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for you. So this is where we well, came. And well, dude, we started is, the season. Yeah. This is your money spot. I've never been in this spot before. I've hunted this unit before, but it was, I mean, I don't know how many miles away from this place. You know, we hunt a big unit. So yeah, I found a different place that I thought we might hit, but there's no need to being in here. There's just, I don't know. We, we're over a hundred bucks. So, I mean, we're just gonna, we're gonna hunt here and do a little bit of traveling from base camp, but it's good in here. It's really nice. We got the whole place to ourselves. Yep. So it's pretty cool. And willing to travel too. Like this morning, you know, we didn't see a big shooter. We kind of know they're in here. They're yep. just in secondary living. They're yep. just not showing themselves tight program. We know there's shooters in here, so we're going to keep looking, but if we don't see one, we're going to go put on some miles and you know, yeah. go make a trek and look in some fresh drainages and see if we can turn up one to stock. Just got to try to do everything I can do. Fill one more tag would sure be sweet. I mean, we've already had success and the trip's a success, but I've got to keep hunting. That's what we're in here for. Yeah, it's pretty fun. You know, any downtime, you know, a guy looks at his phone and we're getting updates from all of our buddies. People are people are getting bucks out there. So it's just kind of exciting. Everybody's having a lot of success. Montana's open now, so people are chasing bulls and whatever. So it's just kind of cool. Um, getting to share that with buddies and content and that's you know that's why we do it is everybody try to be successful and we support them and so it's it's pretty fun we're pretty excited in here and weather's starting to break i can actually see the sun right now which is cool um, oh my gosh ready it's to go get wet, wet again so yeah yeah it looks like that hillside's starting to open up it's still a little cloudy but yeah i think we're going to be able to see it yeah bucks should be up and moving today a little bit anyways you know i think they'll be up out of their beds walking around getting some grass and yeah, it'll be pretty good. Hopefully we can find find a little bit better quality buck and stay out of the snow lightning. Oh, snow lightning. <laughs> I don't know what that's about. Might be a cold yeah, night. It's it's fun. That's why you're up here, like you say, it's just to endure, enjoy it with friends and and get some stocks and hunt hard and try to kill a buck. I still really want to arrow one. There's some good bucks around. I just want it to be the right yeah. buck. Don't yeah. I don't want to settle for one that I'm not absolutely psyched with, you know, but Yeah, the buck um, I got, it's still kind of surreal to me, you know. It's just honestly, it's it's like one of the bucks you've been killing in the past, one of your big giant bucks. So it's just kind of cool to go and look at that and know I actually got that buck down and I mean, it's it's amazing. Like I said it probably doesn't score my best, but it is definitely my biggest buck. Oh, dude, it's a dream buck. He is, is so awesome. heavy. It's awesome. It's such big, big backs. Yeah, I mean, he's so you tall. just know when you see a good one, man. <laughs> that thing is so impressive. It's such a great buck. 
Yeah. Great stock, cool. shot, the whole deal, man. Yeah, got all the meat out and, you know, a couple of heavy packs up to the top. And, I mean, yeah, everything's good. Got the cape all done. And, yeah, it's cool process. A lot of work goes into these, so it's just kind of cool to be successful. And sure is fun to share it with buddies. Yeah. Yeah, for sure, man. Well, I better throw on my bino harness, which I'm lucky to have. <laughs> okay. Uh, like, I... Uh, every once in a while I make a moron move. I bet I might as well share it with you guys. So we went up and so we hiked his buck up to the ridge up there and it's pouring down rain, by the way, it started and we're just soaking wet, slogging up there in the mud. We get up to the top, the top patch of trees and take my bag down. I set it down and, um, and then I, I get ready. I'm going to climb the tree to go hike this meetup. Dan's going to hand it to me. And so I take my my uh, bino harness off and set it next to the tree not next to my gear hang up the bock and then like um well we hung up the bock logan showed up we hung up his me got talking about something else in your life or whatever yeah yeah, yeah and then um I, I went oh no my stuff's getting wet and i shoved all my stuff in my bag and then we took off down here and we got down here and i mean it actually gets fairly dangerous in yeah. big rainstorms when you're rolling country like that because like you say we were soaking wet and well, it was, it was raining it's, so it's hard. steep country and it gets really greasy and even the rocks are super slippery so everything you're either sliding down in the mud or slipping and sliding on rocks so yeah, it, yeah it can be it can be dangerous well, you, know, you don't want to take a fall hypothermic you know moving oh, our yeah, camp and setting way. up yeah. you know in the setting up in the pouring down rain you mm-hmm. know digging trenches around the tent yeah. getting a fire going you know the whole deal but yeah we got that taken care of and i I looked around, I went, where is my bino harness? I could not figure it out. I looked at my gear and then I thought, oh no. So I told Dan, I go, dude, I took it off when I climbed that tree to hang that meat. So it it was nice and safe and sound. No worries there. All the way back up to the top. Yeah. But, yeah. well. Well, Good for your legs. If you're dumb, you better be tough. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I like the mileage. It wasn't that big a deal. I just hate making moron moves, but in here, you're just constantly like looking for something or reorganizing your gear or, oh, I need a piece of coffee, like a thing of coffee. Where's mm-hmm. that at? Oh, it's in this and the bottom of that. You're just keeping track of well, so much stuff. it's constant effort all the yeah. time. It's it's rare to actually have down, even when you do have downtimes, you're still doing something, getting gear to dry out, hanging this up, cutting firewood, trying to get a fire started. I mean, it's just constant. Yeah. Just always. So that's my excuse for making a moron move, but kind of funny. It happens. <laughs> so, well, it looks like we can see the hillside here. I don't think it's quite time to go to the master, but I bet you we can it's step out and close. see part of that thing, anyways. So, if we get up there and get out of the wind, I think we'll be okay. Yep, I think you're right. Have a look around, find a box. So, trying to make it happen, just doing all I can do here. So, um, we'll check in with you guys, let you know how it's going. Okay, we're just getting back here. You probably hear the fire in the background. It's really crackling, but we got to play tonight. So back up to the vantage point, right? Yeah, back up to the master vantage again. Waited for the rain to stop, and it cleared off, so... We, we pretty much just got dry and then wet again, dry and then wet again. Yeah. It'd clear for a little bit, and then we'd make a go, and then it'd come in again, and so long day around the fire but man it was actually pretty good hunt we got a good look this morning saw a bunch of bucks no shooters and then tonight we saw a bunch of different bucks yeah a bunch of different ones six or more completely different bucks we haven't seen before 
including one, like uh, you told me, I go, hey, look at this buck. There's a there's a bloody horn one there, and there's a velvet one in the back that looks good too. Because I finally thought I found a shooter, and you looked at that one in the back, and you go, man, that thing's got to be as tall as my buck. And I'm all, no way, it's as tall as your buck. <laughs> And I look in the scope, and dude, he was. That yeah. thing was a giant. Yeah, he was a great buck. We yeah. didn't spend a lot of time to evaluate him. We looked at him in the scope, and yeah. we got one look. He was yep. bedded. And he was like, he's probably like 180 to 200, somewhere in there. Yep, and, it's like, and he was bedded in a great spot, and we had, you know, an hour and a half, two hours to go. So it's like, yep, we're going. Ran the whole way there. <laughs> came over the top, had a pretty good wind. Yeah. Good approach, quiet. I thought, I really thought we were going to kill that buck. Oh, yeah, I thought we were right there. We, we were quiet. We made great time getting there. So, yeah, I don't know what really happened. I think a couple more bucks showed up. Yeah, I think there was two bucks on that meadow that we couldn't see that were on our close side. Yep. So when we went to approach, we were looking for that buck, and we came right over the top. I don't know, 10, 15 yards from those two other bucks. Because yep. we never saw the bloody horn one, and the, the velvet one we spooked, he wasn't a tall one. He was no. like a wide, like 150, 160 buck. Yeah, just a yeah, just, yeah, a just nice like velvet. a run of the mill. Yeah. yeah, totally. So, yeah, and they were closer, and it seemed like they were coming out of those closer set of trees, which the bucks that we saw were all the way across the little opening from those trees. So, yeah, I think our bucks ended up moving off or feeding off, or I'm not really sure. Dropped elevation. I don't. I'm not sure where they went, but yeah. Yeah, hopefully we can turn them up tomorrow. But seeing different bucks, we also saw a crown buck that had yeah. a like a 160 with a crown point in them. We hadn't seen that buck. Giant two point on the way down to see those other bucks. Oh yeah. Like there's just so many folds in this country, but we are playing it right by the right vantage and letting these bucks make mistakes. They're just in secondary living and in such tight quarters, they're tough to pick up. But yeah. Um, but yeah, that was a fun stock. And so we walked back with the headlamps here and our legs just got absolutely soaked cause it's been raining all day and then I didn't bring my gators, Dan didn't bring his gators, so yeah. pretty much um, mistake. like standing in water up to our knees. <laughs> so we're just drying out by the fire now here and make a game plan and get after him in the morning again. Yeah, for sure. Get up there and get glass and hopefully turn something up and then go for a walk at some elevation tomorrow and look at some little bit new country, different country, and just see if we can mix it up a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, go cruise some new country. There's so many bucks in these folds. Yeah. And, you know, we just, you know, we're seeing a lot of younger bucks and a lot of small, smaller threes and fours, but that's how it is. When you're looking for, the, you know, the absolute prime specimen or the, you know, the showpiece of the species, like, you know, you got to look over a lot of bucks before you find those next level ones. Yeah, they're here. We've seen a, pot, a handful, I would say, of really good high quality bucks for sure. Yeah. Yeah, just got to keep hunting, living behind the glass. Yeah. It's amazing you just look out there and oh there's a buck there's a couple bucks you know what are they identify them but yeah i just love hunting deer we got a really good spot really good thing going right now we just got to get one killed yeah one, one more to go so let's figure it out make a yep. good play tomorrow for sure man all right well fire crackling i hope that wasn't too bad but gotta try to get dry here figure out how to turn off the recording okay like always with this um audio experience this live podcast like there's always a little background noise so i hope you're not looking for perfect audio or at this point i think you would have turned off the podcast with all the crackling fires and rain hitting the tent and wind but i think it's really cool that we can do this in real time so um yeah this morning was good 
it was late. It was cold last night. Everybody slept like shit. Um, <laughs> I was just on the edge. All night. Yeah, just complete shivery. I I was just on the edge in mine, but um, yeah, it was just cold last night. We got up, got to the vantage point. There's just nothing moving around. Really, saw a few bucks, and uh, they just moved later in the morning. So um, sat up on the vantage point, picked out a few here and there, and then um, picked out one that was on the edge. And he's really heavy. He's just like this little framed buck. And he's just, I don't know. He's, I just want to shoot one that I'm really happy with. And it it would be settling. And so. He's tempting because he's in such a good location. Oh, he bedded in the perfect spot and the whole deal. But um, decided to pass. And then we started to make plans for a big go today. <clears throat> and um, we spotted two shooters finally like mid-morning. Uh uh, a hardhorn one was like velvet hanging off his antlers and then like another um full velvet one i think either one are shooters yeah i think they're both i, I don't know the obviously the velvet one looks maybe just a touch bigger just because i think he's still you know covered in velvet i don't know the hardhorn i think might even they're, they're both well above 170 so i you know i'm not sure i'm not sure exactly yet we're quite a ways away still so yeah both shooters i think you know any opportunity you get there you're gonna be happy with either one of the bucks yeah, I think so too. Yeah, I'm stoked. Those are definitely two shooters. Just pumped to have a chance. Gosh dang, we've been bucking storms and cold, oh, yeah. and I think it's only supposed to get worse. <laughs> we burned half our little. We got this campsite in this little forest, and you know how it is all this deadfall everywhere and dead trees. We got the dead trees just picked clean right now. We've been burning so much wood, just trying to dry dry out our clothes and our feet, and it's just been so cold. I had to get off the vantage this morning and go start another fire because I was shivering so bad. So. Yep. Yeah, it's 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 a cold September, that's for sure. Logan, your core got cold yesterday. I didn't realize you were in bad shape. Like, we raced back to camp, and we got yeah. the teepee set up and got the fire going to dry yeah. you off. So I thought we were, like, pretty good shape, but you said your core got oh, pretty man. cold yeah. yesterday. Well, once you get soaked through like that, I mean, every yeah. piece of clothing I had on was wet, so it was... Yeah. It didn't matter how close I stood to the fire. I wish I'd have been in it, honestly, because that's about <laughs> the only thing that warmed me up. But, yeah. yeah. You went and got in your sleeping yeah, bag and got warm, right? Yeah, did the old rewarming method and feel human again? Yeah, I did after about my body. It was weird. My body and my brain just completely shut off, and I was there for I don't know five or six hours and just couldn't move. I don't know. It was weird. Yeah. I, it's just my core temperature was just so well, low. We got was, soaked. Like we went to move, times. move the camp, move the buck. And, like, we moved it up the hill. At first, it was a light rain, yeah. and then it was an absolute downpour, yeah. you know? And it's like, and then you're trying to hike in it. All the grass is wet. The yeah. mud. I think I watched you fall on the side hill coming back, oh, too. Oh, man, I was, that was, I was over at that point. That's a, lot, that's a lot of weight to come down <laughs> full force like that. Six foot two and plus, uh, and you're falling like a tree. Yeah. All the camp in my hands. But. No, today's a better day. I think we're we're taking our time. We're staying warm. We just had a really big breakfast, some calories. I don't know. It's feeling really good today. Yeah. Got a lot of energy. So it's just mountain living, you know. You're just putting oh. in a bunch of miles and then dealing with the conditions too. You know, it's it's only September, but up here in the mountains, it's so much cooler than you know in towns and things. But yeah, we're making it. Um, feeling good. Got a couple bucks. We just want to make a smart play at these. We're gonna wrap around on the opposing hillside. We don't know exactly where they bed. But we've got a pretty good idea, like the little patch of timber they're in. So I think if we go on the opposing hillside, we'll have the winds right and then glass back in there and just try to relocate them throughout the day and get like an exact location, high percentage on them. 
I know the shoot that they're feeding in and living in right then and there. At least we think we do. And uh, so that's the plan. And then once we can locate them or get a higher percentage, then we'll move in with a good wind. So um, we got a chance. Yeah, heck yeah, we do. We got a really good play today, you know. I mean, we'll sacrifice the whole day just to get in close to these bucks. So, I mean, it's a great day. It's overcast. But I think we're going to have steady winds throughout. And this is going to be the day where we put the sneaky feet on maybe and just get in tight. Oh, that's the truth, man. It's going to have to be super slow. Yeah, slower the better. And um, like I said, we, if, even if they walk out at last light, I mean, that's that's a dead buck. So, yeah, let's play it smart and let's double down. You know, we got one buck sitting at camp that we keep staring at that we really want another one. So let's go and let's let's fill both tags and, you know, be living large. Yep. Get go one get, kill. Go get some gas station nachos. Gas station nachos. <laughs> That's right. Alrighty. Sounds Logan's good. Right. We're gonna make a move. We'll check in later. Okay, going for it. Um, man, that's frustrating. Oh, me and Dan, we circled around here and we we well, we watched those bucks bed. We didn't know exactly where they bed. Worked all the way around to the opposing face. Waited for an hour, picked them up again. Yeah, we watched them for quite a while. We watched them feed out, and they were probably feeding for at least half hour or so. Just kind of moving their way down into another little bedding feature, and gosh, we just kept eyes on them and just made sure we knew exactly where they were or, you know, the exact tree that we thought they bedded by. So it was looking really good. We had a good wind and everything, and, I mean, we had a, a little bit of an approach to get here, get some elevation, and get around and get on top of them, and... Gosh, we did everything perfect. Didn't take us long, though. What, 20 minutes, maybe. maybe? Yeah, it was fine. We were in striking distance, and yeah, like Dan said, we had a great approach mapped out where these bucks were, and then we were going to set up and then let them get up and get out of their beds and shoot that, that big old hard horn. But um, we circled around. The wind was in our face the whole way. It's blowing. It's been blowing that way the whole day. The whole day. Thermals, yep. directionals. I just thought they were both working together. And we got within about maybe like 100 yards of those bucks, yeah. just mapping out our final approach there so we could see the meadow. And uh, Dan caught them spooking out of there. So I, I checked the wind. There was just some weird drifts in that bowl or and something. That sh little shoot, that little shoot we came down, it just, I don't know if the, I don't know why it's pulling the wind down that little shoot when everything else is coming up. I mean, even the clouds are going in the direction of the wind. I mean, everything shows and you know almost proves that the wind's going in one direction and we get in here and get in tight and then all of a sudden we get some swirl action it's just kind of weird <laughs> it's just so typical it's so frustrating it takes so much work so much effort to get a good play like that but two um, two giant bucks big double kicker hard horn and a great big super heavy velvet four point just a gorgeous box um yeah i mean just that's bow hunting it's just wind uh wind will always win so just got to play it to best of your ability and figure it out from there. Uh, yeah. we'll, we'll pick each other up. We'll get uh, we'll get rolling here. We'll see if we can put eyes back on them or see if we can go find another buck. I and mean, we've got plenty of hours in the day to go make another play. So. Yep. Yep, live and die oh, by the wind, and sometimes yeah. that's die. God yeah, dang it. Die, Try yeah. to do everything you can do, but... I it mean, was a really good play. It was a beautiful play. It was just, I don't think we had to wait for anything. Like That no. was the time to go all in on those no, two bucks. we did everything right. I felt great. Oh, dang it, man. They're just, like I always say, guys, the toughest thing on planet Earth, and I'm proving it this year. I think that's four plays for me for the season or so. It's Yet tough. to get narrow in one, but all I can do is just keep trying, keep trying to make something happen. So, yeah, we're going to put our stuff together here and keep rolling on. Yeah, sounds like a plan. Yeah. 
Well, I mean, it's an authentic podcast, so we got the fire in the background. Yeah. I think uh, I've apologized for it a couple times, but audio sucks today, guys. Like, um, heavy winds um, by the fire just trying to warm up. I mean, these it's definitely fall-like conditions. A little chilly, huh? Yeah. Well, it snowed last night. The top of the mountains are covered in snow, so yeah, it's, it's cold. Yeah. I think we skipped fall and went from summer straight to wintertime because it was 85 degrees when we left Ennis, and then now it's... 55 degrees and the wind's blowing and it's yeah. supposed to snow all day tomorrow so it'll be an interesting time and there's always like every trip there's a few gear changes you would make different and yeah. definitely with the weather we've got we've all you know talked about a couple items we would have done different but um for the most part we're doing good we're surviving and getting stocks yesterday was a good day hunting these bucks are just in secondary living the wind's tough relocating some stuff but Hell, I mean, that's what I always say is high country mule deer hunting, toughest thing on planet Earth. Yeah, yeah, this morning turned out good. It was, we kind of took our time getting up there, wait for the lights to come on, and <clears throat> ended up finding some new bucks in a different place, um, a long ways away, but we found like three really good bucks, one super giant. So that's a play, and then we look behind camp here, and we got, I don't know, five, five bucks back here. Um, two of those that would definitely be shooters too. So yeah, it's kind of, kind of exciting. Well, and just playing this vantage point, like, you know, and we keep doing hikes and looking in and getting different angles, but living and dying by this vantage point that shows us like three different drainages that these muleys really like. Yeah. Different ones filter in, they move around, plus secondary living, they're just not showing themselves much. There's, we're not seeing every buck every day, for sure. Not even seeing half of them every day. No, yeah. they're, they're uh, where they roam around at is, I've watched it get smaller and smaller. I mean, yeah. from the first day we are here to now, Take it's just trees. slowly. I mean, it went from like probably like a 700 radius to now. Hell, that buck last night, he he hasn't left a 200 yard radius in the last three days. You know, it's like yeah. right. And and we are finding out like we get excited when we get into a spot. A couple of the bucks we've seen weren't quite as big. We found the double sticker buck and his wide buddy that we saw bedded mm-hmm. the first day. And those are the same bucks that we've been seeing a couple times, I think. Yeah. The double sticker buck scraped his velvet. He's a great buck. He's like, what, mid-180s, I'd say, probably. And could solid. He, yeah, solid. Could even push 190. He yep. is a big deer. Yep. And then his wide velvet buddy, you know, is probably high 170s, something like that. Yep. So. No, some good bucks around. We found a couple of really heavy ones. Uh, a lot of three-by-fours in this country. Um, big, heavy, mature three-by-fours, which is pretty cool. So Yeah, we saw one again today that was yeah. on the edge. Yep. It's, so like, ni- it's so nice that Dan shot one. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. There's so many three-by-fours, they ended up killing them. Yeah, no, he killed the king of all three-by-fours, though. The biggest three-by-four in the <laughs> yes. No, we got a good play today. I think it'd be pretty fun. I think we'll have to figure out this wind. We got a storm. It feels like the wind's coming out of the north, but we're supposed to have a storm coming out of the south. So I'm not sure what's happening, but I think we need to go over there and cut the distance in half on these bucks, figure out what we're going to do, and then figure out our approach and the winds. And, I, you know, right now my mind says sit up away from them as far as we can, then let them feed out, and then make a move in to keep our wind as far away from them as we can today. So I don't know. We just got to figure it out, get over there, and make a play yep so we're just warming up gonna pack up our packs and truck over there and probably put a pretty good pace over there so they don't get up before we get there huh yeah i think just get there we got a pretty cool little hippie trail that we can just cruise 90 percent of the way over there so yeah it's it will make good time be over there in 20 minutes 30 minutes or so oh 
I'm just doing whatever it takes, guys. It's I've got a few stocks in. It's just like conditions or something's mm -hmm. gone wrong here or there, but the only thing I know is persistence. Well, know? the lay of the land, you know, not actually hunting this these particular low features before. You know, we've always kind of hunted the upper um, high country, the Alpine basins above tree line. Right now it's down below, so the, the land lays a little bit different. It looks really cool from one bird's eye view or from you know the one angle one angle it looks really simple and easy you get in there and there's 15 little rolls in there and like little cutouts and i mean so you don't really know where you are so you know it's uh, we've been having stocks where we've never been to a place before so now if we can get the same stock um in the same area we know it now so it's just it's kind of a hard way to learn you know a lot of fails before we actually get it right starting to put it all together though um just gonna keep hunting the weather hasn't been friendly to us like I say <laughs> we got snow coming in we got mega storm coming in today again so it's nice this morning we got a chance to make a play try to get the winds right over there and make something happen but by 12 or 1 it's supposed to be pretty gnarly I think throughout the night and everything but all we can do is just keep trying mm -hmm. yep no I agree yeah See we're at. all right guys well yeah um, all right, we're gonna get our packs loaded up and get on the move here. We'll check in with you guys later. I forgot that. All right, Dan, finally getting our snow lightning. Yeah, snow lightning, pretty good time. Snow oh, and hail. The one day we climb up to the ridge too. Oh man. So we made a play on that buck. Man, are we playing it good in this secondary living? We worked all the way around him. Good consistent wind. Worked right into where he was, and then Dan caught a buck down below us and um the bucks had moved lower on the hill lower into our wind and and they busted yeah i mean we were in 40 40 50 yards of them and just getting them set up right where we thought they were going to come out and feed or we might see them in their beds and it just gosh dang it just we were off by just 50 yards is all yeah and we weren't really off we were just i mean we were off because we did spook them but i mean we were just playing off the last place we yeah. saw him and where he disappeared in the timber. And that's the tough thing with playing this secondary living. Yeah, it is. It's freaking, it's just different. It's hard to, hard to see him and it's hard to keep complete. Uh, what am I trying to think? Trying to watch him the entire time, you know? Trying, yeah. I mean, you have to, you can see him in the morning, you can see him going where they're going to go bed, but you can't see exactly where they bed. You can't see their exact bedding yeah. location. You just get a rough idea, yep. and then you've got to guesstimate where they're going to yeah, come exactly. out and what they're going to do. So We've been playing it right. We've been getting the wind right. We just Our approaches have been really good, but we've just always been just off the mark by just a tiny, tiny bit. Yeah, and just can't catch a break yet. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. I mean, up close, but we put in a few miles from camp, and we decided to hit the further saddle and now we're now we're way back in here ah oh, we're miles from camp and way up on a ten thousand foot ridge and of course it's the day the lightning finally shows yeah, up yeah it's been snapping around us here but we haven't been in the main storm it kind of passed north of us but yeah i mean not in the main storm means hail and rain and so we're like 200 feet from the ridge right now it's just hailing and raining like crazy yeah we're just underneath this tree trying to stay out of it a little bit just waiting for a little break in the weather so god dang it it just um it's surprising us today we can't really see or read the weather coming in i think it's just more of like a fall weather conditions or something but you it's, know i yeah. guess i mean it's no different than summer or anything i just usually you can see them coming and what's coming but we've had a tough time today well, um, now you look across, and the other mountain range has got sun on it. So it's yeah, like, come on. That's what's coming our way. Yeah. 
it's gonna clear again. We've got a couple drainages. We really wanted to run this top ridge. You got, I've just been pushing to put on miles. We just keep finding bucks and getting stocks, but it, it's not like we haven't been putting on miles. Yeah. The places where we're getting stocks, we're seeing them a couple miles off and going for them. And, but it was just killing me to get up to this main ridge and look over a couple of these drainages that I know are good, but it's kind of, I kind of screwed us today. No, no, it's, it's a good play. Like I said, we're getting at least, at least one, if not multiple stocks a day. So we just got to, or approaches, I should yeah. say, you know I mean? We're getting, we're getting our plays. So we just got to stick with it. And oh, it's, everything's kind of based around the weather up in this country, you know, you can't really, there's nothing you can do about it. Yeah. Our, um, we definitely haven't got a good weather window and that makes it tough for consistent winds. It's hard to stay up in glass. It, yeah. I mean, you just get too cold and the wind's too nasty and then you get soaking wet then you got to spend so much time by the fire trying to dry out all your feet and all your gear, you know? Yeah, you, ma- you have to manage your human needs first. Like, this is mountaineering with a bow, but it's like you got to take care of yourself. And, and that's a big part of it up here, too, is eating enough, yep. drinking enough, enough sleep. Like, you didn't sleep very good the other night because no. you had the tent door flapping on you or something. Yeah, condensation in the, in the tent got so bad. Um, I don't know if we got just... Too many people in it, or just, it was well, just we're too setting wet. it up in a rainstorm. Yeah, it was yeah. just too wet. We're catching too much water in it, and so a little bump at this on the side of the tent and at night, and you get a whole bunch of water right on your face and on your sleeping bags. And now you're now you're damp, and you're trying to get comfortable, and you don't want to roll around too much because you don't want to wake anybody up, and you don't want to hit the sides of the tent. <laughs> so yeah, it's just kind of a it's a it's a battle. It's, it's a, a brutal. Every, everything's a battle. It is. It's just mountain living. Yeah. But it's you just make it through. You just keep enduring and keep looking and keep trying to make plays. I mean, dude, you say you have to get off the vantage point, but I think you've been looking through your binos about 12 hours oh, a day. Yeah, yeah, and we're just living and dying behind those things. And it's just like, dude, it's it's weird. They're secondary living. It's just not that alpine environment hunting that we're used to where they're up in the open basins. They've moved down to the cover. Mm-hmm. And so you'll glass something and not see a buck, but there could be 15 bucks in there. Yeah. And then all of a sudden one will just pop out in an opening and it's like, there's a buck, you know, and you can't see their exact beds. They go into a patch of trees or disappear. And then you try to got to get another spot, relocate them or move in and try to position yourself with the wind right. So we've been making really smart plays. We're reading it right. It's just a matter of time. I've just caught some bad breaks here and there and haven't been able to get an arrow into one of these big things. But um, I would keep giving her hell. Yeah, I mean, you're right. We've been glassing so much. I mean, yesterday I had to stop and put eye drops in my eyes. I've been glassing so much. Oh, I know, right? <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, it's just, it's good glassing, though. It's gorgeous up here. And I mean, geez, what a what a place to be right now. Like I said, I just, the only downer is this weather is... It's pretty wild. It's daily. We get something coming in daily. So when you do get a break, you got to be, got to be where you need, you know, vantage point or be hiking somewhere, you know, take full advantage of it. Well, and we have to be so aggressive too. Mm -hmm. Like you never know when your weather window is. So like a lot of times when we like to play in the afternoon, there's no playing in the afternoon today. We just been hailed on for the last two hours, you know, it's like, so, you know, like that morning stock that we made this morning was really our only play. And we look like we maybe we're hoping this thing's going to pass. We can see the other side now. And then, you know, by the weather report, which I don't know, if he, you know, he, he's, he's right 50% of the time. Yeah, exactly. It gives you an idea. Yeah. Um, but it sounds like we got another big one coming in from like in another couple hours. Yeah. So we're ways away from camp and our way back is this high mountain ridge line all exposed. So when it clears, we're going to take a look into a couple of these basins because we've worked so hard to <laughs> yeah, get here. have to see it. <laughs> um, so we're just going to look real quick, see if we can see a buck popping out. 
In fact, we just bumped a buck here in the timber. We just jumped one moving across. First one all day. Yep. Um, but uh, yeah, we're gonna glass down into these couple basins, see if we can locate something, and then get above camp, I think, and look down into that drainage where we've been seeing those deer move with different angle from up high. Yeah, and be able to look at those feeding shoots and those, you know, the green spots in the back of the trees where they like to bed and stuff. You know, you're only catching, you know, you're catching over half, but there's those little pieces that they're just hiding in that we need to be able to figure out how to how to glass, keep our wind out of there, but still glass it, you know? Yeah, man. But so. yeah, we're starting to get a break. I can, it's slowing down. God, does it look dark that... Oh, yeah. Southwest way again? Yeah, it does. I think we should get up there and look at it. And I don't know. We could be waiting here all day if we... I know it. Uh, it looks good across, but it just doesn't look good that southwest where we've been getting some of ours. But God dang, we might have to just get across this thing. All right. Well, that's the report over and out. Hopefully next time, <laughs> hopefully I come on this thing one of these times and goes, I shot a buck. Yeah, there you go. That's what oh, my for. gosh. It's got to happen here. We've been so close, making such good plays. Just one buck. That's all we need. Let's yeah, do it. Just one buck. All right. Over and out. Okay. I thought I'd just give you guys a quick update. Oh. Step on your bow. We're in the middle of a, a rock slide here. Just crossing. We got a long ways back to camp. So we went to the ridge. And uh, it was storming lightning got some snow lightning yeah, yeah, the storm to the north storm to the south and wouldn't you know it, we just picked out a handful of bucks and a couple good ones there's one great one then a couple yeah. other shooters in there and we watched them for a long time started to make a play one way checked the wind backed all the way out came all the way around came down on them in the fog i don't yeah, through, yeah, the fog th fog approach was actually really cool it was quiet but too what right happened was is it just got too still outside the fog was coming up. We knew we had a good wind, but it just, everything just went 100% kind of calm and just eerie quiet. I mean, we were, we were close enough that we had to just, we needed like another 100 yards or 50 yards even. And it just, we should have just stopped, I guess, when it got that calm, but. It was so quiet through there, yeah. though. We took the more quiet approach down yeah. through the saddle. Yeah. So it, we were just silent through there. I mean, the only thing you could hear was maybe the grass against us. I don't know. It just didn't seem like they busted from wind, but they were all bedded there yeah. in the open, finally caught some bucks in the open. We had to drop about a thousand feet of elevation away from camp. So now we're busy climbing our thousand feet back up and side hilling through the biggest rock slide I've ever seen. There's but, rocks falling all around us. Holy cow. But um, it was a good play. It's fun play. Like Dan says, like sometimes that wind noise or that, that real still quiet five bucks, you know, I didn't think we made a sound, but I don't, I don't know. We just can't get one right here. Yeah, it was kind of weird, though. The bucks acted weird. They, I mean, I knew they were on point, but they uh, one just got up and started walking away and then apparently just took the other ones. And then they kind of milled around for a while, and, you know, we just sat there and waited and watched them. Then all of a sudden they just kind of took off, so I'm not... They kind of looked like they were spooky, but, yeah, I mean, who knows? Maybe yeah. they were just mule deer being mule deer and just Rolling. got up and left. I mean, that's what I'd like to tell myself to yeah. make myself feel better, but... I don't know. God, must have sure, heard something. Must, must have heard. I know they didn't see us, mm -mm. right? Because we were no. tucked into there to the fog, and they weren't looking our way. Because I saw them still bedded in the fog. Yep. Yeah, nothing, and nothing then, saw us. Yeah, and then... Um, God, we weren't, I just, we just didn't make enough noise to really spook them, but <laughs> something, we did have some coyotes howling up yep. top too, they and they out. all looked at that, but yep. I don't know, like it was something, but 
um, just really tough conditions with the winds the way they are and the storms and things. We're just trying to do the best we can with the hand we've been dealt and try to make plays. It was fun to find a new box and a new drainage. So yeah. now we're just paying for it with this walk back. We've got two saddles to climb and finish out this rock slide. But And then all the way back down to oh, camp yeah. and then, yeah. or down to the bottom, then all the way back up to camp. Right. <laughs> um, we got some hiking to do yet. But that's all right. We got a couple places to look at on the way back, so we'll just see how it goes. Yeah, just hunt our way back. Who knows? Might get lucky. We've got two stocks today. I mean, for muley hunting, it yeah. just doesn't get any better. It's just like can't seem to quite make the right moves or catch a break. But just got to keep making intelligent plays. Never reckless. We weren't reckless ever today. No. Nope. They were all calculated, slow, methodical moves. And heck, the mule deer right before that one, we snuck into 50 yards in their bed. You know, that yep. they had just bedded a little bit lower and that they caught our wind there, you know, after a couple minutes of being there. But I know we can do it. We just got to get the right scenario. Yep. We just keep trying. I mean, Dan <laughs> dropped a thousand feet off the wrong side of the mountain with me after already climbing. I don't know what we did today, a couple thousand or so. So, yeah, quite a bit. A long hike back, but, um, Hey, it's not raining anymore, and I know, no snow kind of, lightning, and yeah, it kind of cleared in off, again. so. Um, well, we'll keep trying. We're going to get back to trucking here and see if we can't make it back. A couple more days, see what I can do here. Over and out. Over and out. Okay, sitting on the vantage point again this morning. Um, feeling pretty good. It's supposed to be a bunch of snow. We didn't get any of that. Um, it's kind of fogged in. rained hard all last night. Um... Those bucks are right by the trees. Sorry to interrupt. Are they? Those bucks are right on the edge of those trees, right above Inside? the Inside? Right above the ditch. Are they going to go in that far side? Uh, I don't know yet. They're going to go right in the middle where you can't choose which way they're going to go, huh? Yeah. Maybe they'll pick our side. Cross that ditch and then go into that timber. So we'll just have to watch them. But I yep. can see three, I think. Two. Three. Yeah, I got my scope on the other buck so I don't lose the spot. Okay, good idea. But yeah, yeah let's gonna, try to watch him. We got five, six bucks right now. Um, definitely strong two shooters. Uh, we got a new buck this morning I don't think we've ever seen before. Super wide. Looks like he's nice and tall. Big velvet buck, so big 180 pluser. Um, and then we got that other shooter over there, which is just super tall. Great 4x4. Four the yeah. fog is just kind of, there's a lot of it coming in. I mean, holy cow, look at that. Yeah. A sea of fog this morning. It sure is. Yeah, it's it's not going to be the best day. The next two days are a good weather window. It's the last couple days of season, so we're going to try to give it hell here. Um, there's snow in all the mountaintops, so the mountains are, Yeah. every peak is covered in snow. Yeah, so it probably, cool. it probably, we just have no snow right where we're at, you're yeah. right. But we could get some today. It's pretty chilly. I think tonight's supposed to be pretty cold. Yeah, it did rain on and off almost all night last night. So, yeah, yeah, it got dry this morning. Had a cup of coffee and then up here on the vantage. And yeah, it's turning out to be pretty good. Bucks are peeking out kind of everywhere right now. So, lost her third. Logan had to head out. Yeah, Logan had to hit the trail this morning. Go take care of some business in town. So, yeah. Backcountry's just tough, guys. You know how it goes. Like it just wears on you. Day in and day out. I mean, we're yeah. we're sitting at a week or something like that, and I mean we're plus Colorado. So yeah, I mean two weeks. <laughs> two weeks of hunting, but it it's a grind. You know, it's something you have to prepare for all year round, mentally and physically. 
and um, it'll definitely test your limits. But um, good thing I got Dan here, and uh, yeah, we're just gonna keep hunting. I'm just gonna give it absolutely everything I have. There's bucks around, you know, which you think, you know, with the bucks that we're seeing, it'd be easy to get one killed, and and usually it doesn't take me this many tries, but it's just the conditions. Yeah, it's just super tough. It's super silent. It's weird winds. Um, these storms just kill a guy with their winds you know you might have a good wind for two hours and all of a sudden it completely flops on you so it's just kind of there's a lot of challenges right now um super wet grass so your feet are wet every day wet and cold your legs are wet and cold and you're crawling around so you just it's just kind of a you don't want to say miserable hunt but the conditions are pretty tough right now it's just grueling it's a grind but I mean, we're having a blast because we love to suffer, but, yes. um, you know, this is all remember this hunt all year long or the yeah. last couple hunts we've been on. I love high country mule deer. I love mountaineering with a bow covering like this gnarly terrain and picking out bucks. And we're the only guys back here, which yeah. is so nice. It just makes it so enjoyable. It is got the whole entire mountain to ourselves. So we just kind of pick and choose the best stocks. And I mean, we're getting a stock a day, if not two. So, I mean, we will it'll we'll end on a good note at least we're gonna give it hell i mean we're gonna try as hard as we can yeah and guys i really believe a buck's gonna die here i mean the last two days i've got two stocks and uh we've got two to three shooters located today and um you know i I don't know if we'll get a stock today it's fogging in right now where you can't see in front of your face you know hoping it's gonna clear but i know they're calling for storms afternoon i gotta check their weather report again but um we'll just do what we can do and if we got to hold tight, at least we know there's a couple of shooters in this back basin that are going to be there tomorrow too. Exactly. We can we can stay warm today and have a cup, another cup of coffee and just stay dry and oh, just be fully charged for tomorrow too. So the coffee and the food tastes so good right now because so we're good, just starving, burning we, calories, and we can't burn through anymore. We can't because we are on our last like two meals. So it might be the last day of just no food, pack out day of no food, just kind of. We're barely going to make it. So, I mean, that's good planning, but holy cow, it's pushing it tight. Yeah, we're definitely um, in conserve mode. We had a good meal last night, too. We made this. Um, oh. um, what did I call that sauce? What's that sauce? Uh, General Sow. General Sows. So I brought in some General Sows and then Top Ramen and then dehydrated burger. And then I had some of that really good antelope jerky left that I tore into little pieces. And then we cooked it all in a Ziploc, like yeah, like a gosh. bunch of hobos, yeah. and um, made like this stir fry that General Sal's in there. Oh my God, was it a meal? So good. And, and followed up with some sugar cookies. Oh yeah, I frosting. had some sugar cookies yeah. that were vacuum sealed in. So <laughs> it was delicious. We we I actually got full last night and um, slept good. And, yeah, I was good. You know, we went really hard yesterday. All the basin that we covered. You got something. I just saw, I thought I saw something move, but... Yeah, you're always behind your binos, dude. That's why you spot a lot of deer. Okay, no, we're good. Okay. Dude, and this is just sets us up for season two. Win, lose, or draw, this has been the hunt of a lifetime. These love high country mule deer, and dude, as far as my skill set and our skill set, just finding deer, making the right moves, stocks, I mean... It's only going to sharpen our skills and get us ready for the rest of season, elk season, mule deer rut. So, I mean, it's all a good thing, but we're going to give it a couple days, guys. I believe I am going to shoot a deer here. So I I have had um, nothing but issues. Like (laughs) I test this gear and my bow has been tested to the extreme. Like I hunted New Zealand with it. Look at that wall behind you. Sorry, but look at that wall. Oh my gosh. I mean, it's zero visibility. Zero Zero visibility. We're fogged in, but... 
So you guys know how diligent I am with my gear and you know the rest problem I had with that bowl last year where my rest oh, yeah, didn't yeah. fall away. Yeah. So I told you guys, you like, you just have to test your gear and retest it. And I have, I haven't had any failures, took it to New Zealand, took it all bear season. And, um, man, I mean, the wheels are just falling off of me right oh, now. Gosh, like you got problem after problem. After yeah. Problem. So my site, <laughs> it's a roller site, a five pin mover. And, um, I've never had an issue with it, but uh -huh. sometimes if you get a little dust and debris in between those, and I had some water in there and some dust and debris, and I went to check my site. My sights were low back here, by the way. I don't know if my strings got wet or whatever, but I always bring a field point with me, and so, I mean, I probably gave it six clicks, yeah, and then it was hitting right on the mark, and then um, also, so I did that, and as I went to roll my sight, um, my sight roller stripped out. Yeah, the cogs actually stripped out, yeah. so you got a dead spot in your in your sight. You can still move it if you use two hands, but it's just like, it's yeah, it's interesting. I've got it to its home position, so I've got you know my five pins, so I've got out to sixty or whatever. I, I like being able to dial exact distance, but if I got a, a Kentucky windage shot or whatever, I'm gonna go ahead and do it. I can still roll. It does just take two hands, and I got to be careful. And then yesterday we were heading down this gnarly terrain, and. Um, I took a spill, which I don't fall very much. I think that's the first time I've yeah. fallen all trip, but I fell and straight back on and busted my stabilizer. <laughs> <laughs> Snapped it right off your phone. Snapped it off. So I was able to Allen some pieces off and get it put back together. You know, not that I couldn't shoot without a stabilizer, but... Um, and then you burnt your laces off your Oh, boot. my God. So we're drying out boots like crazy. <laughs> I'm pretty safe of where I set my shed. But, um, yeah, I went to tie my boot this morning, and my lace snapped in half. <laughs> it's like, I, I don't know, guys. I've prepared all year, and I pride myself on making the right moves and being intelligent sometimes. It's just like, it's just the way things are going, you know. So what do you do but put it back together, make sure your stuff's on, and you keep hunting. So my shoelaces are really tight right now, and it's got a small <laughs> knot in it. So, um but yeah, I'm, I'm still up here and I still got a couple days. It's like, it's going to take more than that, more than these rainstorms, more than the cold, more than the snow to stop me. Yeah. Like, I'm just, I'm going to do whatever it takes and try to arrow a buck here. So I want it so bad. Um, it's kind of weird. I got to bring this up. We're, uh, we're several hundred yards away from deer at, from our vantage point. I mean, we're, we're a ways off. We got a jaunt to get anywhere from here. Miles, but, really? Yeah. But we were talking this morning, I got pretty excited because we found this this new buck, and I got kind of excited, and, you know, I, I, my voice kind of came up a little bit higher than what I'm talking right now, and then we were watching those bucks, and I mean, just, they, just their head snapped up and like looked in our direction, which was kind of odd. I mean, it might not have been me, but if you think about it, it's the exact same time frame, it was probably me. So, something to think about when you're back here, and it's still mornings, cool mornings, I think the noise travels like crazy yeah guys gotta be because we were we were we're all of a mile or oh, we're yeah. probably two two miles of hike and it might even be two miles yeah. away it's a long ways over there and yeah just said a word and it's so still and all their heads snapped up and they were on alert and i've also found like another thing that we're working against here with these bucks is these things are on high freaking alert oh my gosh these bucks i mean we're hunting the older age class bucks those yeah. ones we were yesterday that one had to be seven eight nine years old but yeah. they are so alert like we weren't even on those bucks yesterday we were up in the timber a few hundred yards away 
and they just went to high alert looking around, just wouldn't leave anything alone. They're just, they're so spooky right now. But these bucks, they all get hunted September 15th with an early rifle opener, and they get hunted for two weeks, and this has happened for years. Used to be September 10th, and so these bucks just know they're going to be hunted around this time of year, and so they're just, they are really tightening up their programs. Yeah, down in the trees, they're... You know, and even if they're not down in the trees, they're super hard to see. They've got some older bucks that are really grayed out. you got a few of the younger bucks and does that have got that, like, red tint to them. But the surrounding, you got red grass, you got red dirt, you got gray sagebrush. I mean, it is so difficult to find these bucks, you know. I mean, they almost have to be in the perfect position or moving to see these things. I mean, they're so difficult. He made a good spot on those five this morning, even though they were out in that basin. We hadn't seen a deer in that basin no. yet. And so it's not like you spend a lot of time there. And I, I just went over it just once, yeah. just to, just because it looks so good, but yeah. I well, mean, and then that single buck I caught yeah, this morning up yeah. in those trees, that's the first one we've seen up there. Yeah, I haven't seen one up that high in that basin ever. I'm, so. I'm telling you, that buck was wide. Yeah, I know. I just saw the one side on the scope, and yeah, it looks like a crank. It looks like so. big fronts, smaller backs, but still good backs, still you know, good, but yeah. heavy and wide. Still in full velvet, it looked like. Yeah, and, yeah it's going to be a gorgeous buck. So hopefully we can put eyes on him <sighs> again. We're having a riot, guys. This is like, this is what it's all about in life this is like an absolute adventure every moment of it the storms riding out we rode out hailstorms yesterday for probably four hours at yeah. ten thousand feet i mean the ground just turned white around us it was pretty wild so i mean um huge lightning just like a couple miles away from us you should have seen the lightning bolts just like wow it was pretty crazy just punishing the ground it was cool for us backcountry guys and i know you guys listening love this too like um this is just where it's at. This is true adventure. And um, it could be done like all on a blue collar budget and on your own. And there's no guarantee you're going to kill a buck. It takes years to sharpen your skills to even give yourself a chance. But man, there's a chance up here. It's cool too, though. I mean, you're camping with a buddy. You're having fun. You're surviving. You've got a fire going. You, you know, you can get dry in your tent. You can get dry by the fire. You can recharge. Um, do you know, I think a guy just needs to really focus on... Uh, drinking as much water as they can and eating as much as you can. Even if you don't feel like eating, just keep eating. It keeps your mood up and it keeps you just every day you wake up and you're like, all right, here we go. Let's go again. You know, and it, I don't know, you get a good hunting your... buddy and you just kind of push each other and keep each other in check, you know, call each other out on our shit, you know, but other than that, I think it's pretty cool. You know, we've got a lot of days in country and a lot more to come, but it's going pretty good so far. Yeah, it is good. It's going good. We can't see our hand in front of our face right say, now. I but this is going to be a half day, almost a full day of just not seeing. Yeah. We buy, We can cruise in these trees and build a fire, or we can just roll yeah. down. To, I mean, it's fine. like, what is it? I don't mind dropping elevation. No, it actually down. warms me up to walk up the hill. Yeah, it feels good. Yeah. We're just, we're camped below just the absolute master vantage point. Like, God dang it, can we see some country? I keep telling you guys, live and die behind the glass. This spot has proved it, right? It's just like we see bucks every day from here. And we've we've traveled now and hit some new drainages and basins and stuff and found some bucks. But this spot just continue. It's the best spot for our camp. I mean, we've been glassing off this one spot for, what, six, seven days? And we're picking up new bucks still. Yeah. So, I mean, that's pretty wild. And I think we've seen a shooter. We've seen a shooter every day. I yeah, think I've oh, got yeah. a stock every, every day. Almost every single Yeah, we've had yeah. a play every single day. God dang. So that's so. pretty lucky. So, I mean, whatever happens today, we're still pretty fortunate. So, I mean, like I said, I cannot believe this fog this morning. It is wild. I mean, visibility is like 30 yards, 20 yeah. yards. So, like, it's just, um, 
you know, I've had a lot of success with my bow and I just pull back to that, you know, it's just like, you, two, you can't, like, um, you can't start making mistakes or let those mistakes compound. Like one stock is one stock and then you don't for it. The next one is an opportunity and you take it as serious as you can. And we really are like theorizing, making good moves. And I've got, I've got so much confidence in our stocking skills and ability to make things happen. And usually, you know, I just create opportunities before that. But, you know, we did like that sticker buck. I mean, there was a stick that broke up above me or I think that buck would have died, you know, yeah, it was exactly. like, so that could have been my opportunity that got screwed up. And it's just the, it's the difficulty of trying to film a hunt too, you know, the added degree of difficulty, but. Well, yeah, I mean, you got double the, double the noise, you got double the scent, you got, I mean, just so many, it just makes it twice as hard actually. Yeah. And then you, knowing when to shoot and knowing, you can't just pull up and shoot. You got to check your camera guy, make sure your camera guy's got a window, make sure he's ready to go. You know what I mean? There's so many variables that make it that much more difficult. It's, it's actually kind of frustrating. I mean, it's super fun being successful, super fun. I got a video of you in Idaho a few years ago, or last year, a couple of years ago, and it was uh, it was just a cool, really cool experience. But the camera guy has got to be a badass. I mean, he's got to be on his game. It's not easy. Yeah, that's for sure, man. I mean, he's hunting just as hard as the bow hunter is. I mean, he's, he's get, trying to capture the shot, and he's trying to do this and that. And then the other thing, the worst case, worst thing as a camera guy, or, you know, pretending to be a camera guy, is if you blow your buddy's stock because you step on something i mean that's just the worst feeling in the world so cameras guy's got a lot of stress on him you know a lot of things yeah yeah it's almost tougher to be the camera guy and get the shot than it is the bow hunter but yeah i mean sometimes it makes me like i really like capturing a couple yeah, hunts a year and sharing it with family and friends and you guys out there it's so cool because i th i feel like we have the most epic adventures and i feel like i'm getting better at getting the shots at telling the story but in the same breath guys don't kid yourself i think about <laughs> quitting every freaking day like i just like i just want to get back to hunting and just being in and not worry about capturing or filming but well you know how yeah. dangerous you are when you're 100 percent solo in the woods oh, no, you're so dangerous uh, you're not trying to get footage and so it's you know i I don't know if it's as pure. I mean, I'm having fun and you just embrace the experience and it just, I'm just glad I don't film all my hunts or like that, that isn't my life because man, it is freaking tough. But all right, guys, we're going to give her hell here. Um, we are absolutely fogged in 360 degrees <laughs> above us, below us. We might not even be able to find camp. So we better roll down and get warm. It's like, I don't know. I don't know if it froze last night, but it's got, well, it was snowing just a minute ago. So yeah, it's got to be around cold. 30 degrees or so. Yeah. And, um, but, yep. All right, guys. Well, we'll check in with you soon here. Hey, guys, checking in all day long <laughs> um we've been fogged in here um big snowstorm came in dumped some snow everywhere it's fairly warm now because it's melting off the trees so um you can probably hear the fire again crackling in the background just living and dying by the fire this time of year but um always an adventure huh yeah super wet just so wet you can't even be under the trees because it's melting it's just raining under the trees so now we're just standing in the wide open in the snow just wet it's pretty cool we had our um had our teepee go over to soak our sleeping bag so it was just like okay so um like we sat out here in the rain and the snow for uh, a few hours never broke we figure well we'll climb in the sleeping bags for a little half an hour siesta and climb in there and <laughs> You know, just kind of laying around relaxing. It's just nice to have a back rest and waiting for the storm to break. And 
all of a sudden the teepee goes over. Well, what had happened was, is the snow was starting to weigh it down. Yeah. And we rose the, the middle pole the a couple pole, levels yeah. to help with the condensation to keep running down. Yep. And the whole thing tipped over on us. <laughs> Laying in our sleeping bags in the tent, full of snow just collapses on our face. Snow, right water, Ugh. just soaked our sleeping bags, all our stuff. So, you know, you just go into um, save it mode. Um, you know, get the fire stoked up, get the the sleeping bags out and in a semi-dry spot, you know, yeah. pads out, and then, um... Go to drying, once you get the fire raging, go to drying everything, then... Yeah, get the teepee set back up, yeah. make new space there, so... You know, you just handle these things as they come, you know, I don't... It's been holding in there for, what, god dang, three days or something, <laughs> yeah. I don't know why today, I'm sure it's the snow, but, um... So we're just waiting a couple more days, man. We're going to give it all we got. We're we're low on rations for food. We're probably going to run ourselves out of food. We're um we don't have much battery on our cell phones. So that's that's what we're recording this on. So I'm going to try to keep you guys up to date. I think I got like 70% now, so just turn off my phone every time. Yeah. Um So yeah, we'll try to continue to record it and uh, try to get a buck down couple more days just been so tough <laughs> I, I say how tough it is and then you know when you're out here it's just so tough you know this this buck seem to have one up on us right now but we'll make the right moves yeah extreme living that's for sure yep and uh we're hoping the bucks really show up and pop after the storm so you know um we're gonna get some stocks and get one killed today is gonna be a wash it's about five o'clock now it started to lift a little bit and i think we even saw the sun for about five minutes yep and uh, now it's socked back in, looking like it's going to snow again, fogged in. So doing what we can do. So check in later, huh? Yeah, we'll, we'll check in, let you guys know we're still alive up here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, another quick one by the fire here, guys. Just giving you an update. It's the next day here. Oh, let's see. What Our tent fell over yesterday. We covered that. Uh, Super cold, more snow, more freezing rain, <laughs> uh, a lot more fog. We're still fogged in. Um, We've been fogged in for a day and a half. We've been able, we got like a quick look at the vantage point last night at some point, but there was just no deer moving. Yeah. And it was like a quick look before it fogged back in. We had to come back down like maybe 10 minutes. But, um... We're just riding it out. We're doing everything we can do right now. But yeah, day and a half in camp is like... Killing us. Yeah. No dry place to sit or anything, you know. I mean, I could I can complain all I want, but, you know, we're in the mountains. There's mule deer here. Like, it's brutal conditions, yeah, but we'll get through it, you know. So we're just waiting for it to break today. The cloud cover, it's, it's not snowing or raining anymore. No, pretty tough to get a fire going this morning because everything's just so drenched i mean just everything we own is wet and so it's it's all right though we're still in deer country good attitudes we had a cup of coffee this morning and now we're just kind of we got a couple rocks by the fire that we've got dried and warmed up that we're sitting on so it's all good it is yeah it's it's just tough in life to like slow down and sit still and do nothing like it's easy when me and you are going hard and we're making stocks yeah. and we're finding deer and you come home tired but boy sitting around all day just gets to me but it's like you you can't go still hunting this stuff. We can't see anything. Only thing we can do is just hold tight and wait for it to clear. So um, I think today's the day. Oh, yeah, I'm going to check my weather. Then I got to shut off my phone. I got, I'm got i 60% battery. So that's your update for now. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> okay.
Okay, guys. Um, so we saw a pretty good buck this morning from the vantage point. Um, so we worked a couple miles over. We're like 100 to 200 yards from where we think this buck will come out. Um, so I got Dan with me. We're sitting in a good spot. Man, we're hoping this one pans out. Yeah, I finally have good wind today. So there's like four bucks in the group, I believe. And so just got to be patient, wait it out, keep a good wind. Man, there's a, a freaking giant in there too. A really good hard horn, nice and wide, and good forks. We'd love to get a chance at him. So we're doing all we can do. Um, we're all in for our sit, so we're just gonna sit here till evening. Sitting, been sitting here a couple hours already, so hopefully this buck shows himself. Yeah. Over and out. Okay, update guys, we did not kill the buck. <laughs> yeah, it's just tough right now. We saw that buck disappear in there. Um, I really thought he was edged up to some cliffs on the backside. And I thought that was his only feeding feature. And um, we played a perfect wind all day. We snuck in there. Um, we actually tried to stay back out of there just a little bit, keep our scent out of there. I mean, I think the wind was great. I think we yeah. could have been in bow range the whole time, but yeah, sat out of there. I mean, I don't know how many hours we sat there. Seven hours for that thing. Man, oh. he was he was a great big buck, great big forks. I don't know where he went. They got a little goofy going into the timber today, and they're all of a couple miles off i know they weren't spooked by us or anything but they did act a little goofy going into the yeah. timber today yeah that's did. the only thing that was weird but i had one do that the other day and then he showed up in the spot so i don't know we spent like seven hours there today <laughs> yeah we had a little two two by three next to us and a little four point that walked out below us and yep we got to watch those guys but yeah, pretty slow day. At least the sun came out and we're able to kind of warm up and dry up a little bit today finally. Yeah. I needed that. It didn't clear till noon or so, or 11 yeah. at least, but yeah. yeah, we got to play anyways. It didn't work out, but um, we're, we're down to like our last day here, so we're just going to give her hell tomorrow. Rifle guys are showing up. Their season is about ready to open here, so um, we'll give it our all here see if we can arrow a buck boy it'd be nice for a last day buck yeah, last day buck that's for sure yeah we'll give it our all tomorrow we we may um i don't know we may we're gonna hit the vantage point in the morning see if we can get a stock and just kind of play it by ear and then we may pack up our stuff and get it to the ridge and then we may just leave all our stuff and just go super light binos and everything and go cruise about six miles a ridge line or so and then six miles back to the camp and then head out the next day that's what we're thinking. I think we're boiling there. Okay, let me get it. Yep. All right. Well, we got some dinner going, guys. I just wanted to give you the report. One of these times, it's going to be an arrowed buck. It's just, um, it's just been tough. That's all I can say. I well, it's tough because the wind has been so bad too. I mean, I don't want to make excuses. I've had my chances here and there too, but God dang, that wind is just so tough to play right now in the mountains during storms, and and that's the only weather we've had. If we don't hunt during the storms, you know, we don't hunt. Yep. So, but. yeah, it's been stormy and snowy and rainy and just everything, and then you know, full moon right now, and just, I mean, it's just kind of a weird, weird thing going on. Bucks, <sighs> bucks aren't up high at all. They're, everything's down in the thick trees, and they come out and feed, like, kind of later in the morning just for a little bit, then they put themselves away, and it's just kind of, and they're moving around too, you know. I mean, you kind of have to stay sharp on the glass, but, man, it's just tough hunting right now. Yeah, just tough, but so much fun. God, we have had fun, and, uh, God, we've been close, but 
All right, guys, um, we're out of food, too, so this is our absolute last meal. Uh, so um, I've got some bars to hold me over tomorrow. If we got to stay tomorrow night, um, need a... We have to go up, and, go up and get my buck and start eating on the buck. Yeah, for sure, start cooking some steaks. So we're right on, guys. I'll check in let you know how I'm doing. All right, guys, CAM here. We're getting down to the end. The rifle guy's showing up here. The hunt's still good. We found a buck yesterday. Yeah, a buck's still around, but definitely getting a little nocturnal and skittish. I mean, they're on high alert. They must be pretty educated to this rifle season here. So Yeah, especially these older bucks. Tight programs down in cover, but um, man, we got nice weather. The day's breaking here. Um, warming up, having our coffee, and get up to the vantage point here and see what's moving. Yeah, see what we can glass. Hopefully get a couple stocks this morning or at least one. And then uh, I think we're gonna probably plan on getting a bunch of elevation today and just wrapping some new uh, drainages. So we'll just, we'll see how it goes. Oh guys, we're gonna give it our all. We're gonna go hit some new country, put on some miles. I mean, um, we're out of food. <laughs> yeah, <we're definitely laughs> Calorie deficit every day. I don't know how much weight I've lost, but. Um, <laughs> It's, it's been such a ride of a hunt. I just love to end it with a perfect arrow. So um, I'm really thankful I got my good buddy Dan sticking it out with me. And um, we're going to rock and roll some miles and some elevation today and see if we can't give it one last chance and arrow a good buck. So there's still some good ones around. I oh, think yeah. the best buck we saw was yesterday. Yeah, so we keep seeing new bucks. That's pretty cool. God, that buck was a hard horn. He had to be pushing that magical 200 mark. Like, I know he was over yeah. 190. He was over 30. 30 huge wide. fronts, yep. huge backs. No extras. He was clean. Yeah, he was. He was a good buck. Beautiful buck. But, man, oh, man, what a buck. Um, you know, just to be up here and have a chance at a buck like that is is worth the price of admission, you know? Heck, yeah. So, Public land walking around. God, I mean, we've had an unbelievable hunt. Like I say, horse guys are starting to show up back in here. Yeah. So guys are getting excited for their rifle season, and rightfully so. So we're going to give it our all. I'll check back in with you guys. Phone's about dead. <laughs> out of food. <laughs> oh, out of water, too. We don't have any water yeah. today. Out, are we out of water? Okay, we got some coffee. I think I got like maybe, maybe 12 ounces over there or something. We might want to fill up if we're going to the ridge, or I don't know where we're going to get it. Yeah. Wolf. We'll come up with a game plan here. I guess first things first, drink coffee, up to vantage. Yeah. Find, Check in. Find buck. Find buck. <laughs> Kill buck. Then worry about water. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right, guys. All right, guys. Just check in. Sitting on the vantage point here. Um, I'm looking through the scope at a couple monsters. So that one yesterday that we spent all day for... <laughs> They just bumped up like one feature away from us. So, I mean, that's part of the game is we went all in on the spot we thought he was and he wrapped up higher. The good thing is, is we kept our wind right and backed out of there and snuck out of there and he never spooked and now we got him again this morning. Yeah, exactly. We know where he's at. A really, really good feature right above there. I mean, it's not a bad hike getting over there. Two really good shooter hard horn bucks. I mean, just gorgeous. So, yeah, I mean, it's a really good play once again. We'll see what the winds are like today, but there's hardly even a cloud in the sky. So I think today is going to be kind of epic for, for bow hunting. So it's kind of like our last our last full day, really. So, um, yeah, see what we can pull, pull together.
God, last chance. Just got the one that I've dreamt about all year long through the scope. Just, he's got it all. Just to have a chance at a buck like that is amazing. So, um, we're gonna we're gonna give it everything we got. So we got quite an audience today. So, but we'll get over there and just kind of have the whole thing to ourselves. You know, everybody's kind of people are showing up and getting ready for let's see two days from now, right? Tomorrow yep. or next day. And yep. so we're just gonna get up there and get up high and start see if we can get to, um, put eyes on them once again once we get up there and then see if we can what we can do with a good wind. See if we can get in close and um, get them in their beds or be patient and let them uh, feed out tonight or sometime today. Might be a long sit again, but it's a nice sunny day. And uh, we really think that they get up throughout the day. Most of the yeah. bucks we've seen have got up throughout the day and fed. So we just need to put ourselves in position. We, we might sit a little bit further back today so we don't screw ourselves like missing them again. But oh. we're pumped. There's a chance. <laughs> You're saying there's a chance. <laughs> there's just a like, chance. Like dumb and dumber. <laughs> yeah. You're saying there's a chance. Yeah. So um, we put in the time and the effort. So I hope it, hope we can pull something together here. We can if we can get in bow range. It'll be a done deal. We just got to get there. Oh my God, it'd be a miracle buck at this point. Oh, but um, I know we're we're smart. We make the right moves. We make the right plays. We finally got a consistent win. Like it, you know, if it's ever gonna happen, I don't know. Today could be the day. So gotta chew on pine needles today to keep us going but other than that, <laughs> no food we're starving and boy when your body starts really eating itself it's tough to get the energy when you're at that calorie deficit not tough to get the energy you just feel the fatigue in your legs more it seems yeah. Yeah. because we had a day off with that storm and my legs felt zapped yesterday but we're just not taking in enough food one meal a day just isn't enough and now zero meals a day definitely isn't <laughs> enough not so, so um something's got to happen you know sooner rather than later here so but we're we're pumped man we're in the mountains hunting high country mule deer this is what we dreamed about all year yeah. long and we got a good one in the scope so um doesn't get any better and we're a ways back in here we're eight ten miles up over the top drop down another yeah. thousand but this is horse country there's a, a pond down in the bottom a good horse trail and so you know when i found this spot it's good muley hunting but there's some horse guys in here the good thing is we haven't had any competition yet it's just the rifle guys are starting to get pretty excited and getting in here glassing guy up above us on the vantage point this morning so we're just gonna do what we can do yeah so. um show up fat and healthy and then leave uh <laughs> leave heavy and skinny so heavy packs and skinny bodies out of here it'd be pretty cool though it'd be fun fun time yeah. go down and celebrate hopefully if we get this buck killed i want to take a look at this that other one's a good one too man he's, he's super tall, wide god dang man so Why all right guys that's all I got. I'm running low on battery. Hopefully the next time I talk to you, I got a buck down. I'm hoping. Just cross your fingers for me. Well, that's that. God dang it, man. I don't, yeah, I don't really understand it. Most perfect wind, perfect approach, trees in between us and them. We picked out this spot uphill of these bucks put us in shooting position wait for him to come back out and um the, the approach was perfect a couple miles away came down lost our elevation gained it got up here just approached the wind's perfect it hasn't changed once got to the trees we just need to find our shooting position around the side or through the middle down in the shadows and we got here we were just looking to go around the side and kind of figure out where we wanted to be and 
We heard a deer blow and fuck, we heard them all roll. Everything just blew out. I never saw them blow, but just could hear them. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, our our only thought is, is they caught movement between the trees, but you should see how thick this group of trees are. I mean, you can't even see through it. I don't know if they just caught some movement of us coming by or, you know, maybe some of that scent down there dropped down. But, I mean, mm. I've been checking the wind for five minutes and it's still just, like, coming up. It's been coming up for an hour. Yeah, it's straight up, too. It's it's strong straight up. We got the best weather, the best days to kill a buck, a really good buck to play on and blows up. I just, I have never struggled so hard to kill a mule deer. Yeah, I don't understand what's going on. We put on several miles to get here and got here we went down the hill just as silent as you could be. I mean, I couldn't even hear your footsteps. And you get down in here within, you know, 100 yards of where we want to be, you know, shooting distance almost, and gosh, it just blows up. I don't, yeah, I don't know. It's like we were talking about hindsight. We wouldn't have done anything different. I wouldn't have played that thing anything different. That was perfect. We had a perfect chance to kill that buck. We just can't seem to get it to come together. I just don't understand it. Plays we're making are really good. I mean, it's it's no it's not bad luck. It's not you know. It's just conditions. Yeah, I mean, no, these, these things are on extreme high alert right now. Yep, that might be part of it too. On extreme high alert, getting ready for rifle season. And um, man, I've hunted during rifle season with my bow and had an easier time getting close to yeah, these things. Exactly. But yeah, I just we just can't quite get one to work out. I don't know why. Usually you keep making these well thought out plays and it comes together, but man, we're just one blown stock after the next, so we're we're about as low as we can go right now. We're gonna go back and look at this feature on the way back at camp here and then we gotta make a plan. We're down to the end of it here and Yeah, we need to start gathering stuff up and I don't know get some elevation so we're kind of set up for the pack out tonight or tomorrow and hunt some ridges and I don't know we gotta we gotta regroup and solve some problems man don't really get it so frustrating I've enjoyed it I mean we've seen a lot of bucks and made a lot of good plays I just can't I just don't understand why usually you just sneak up and there's a mule deer standing there or he comes yeah. out of the brush or like the way he's supposed to you know yeah I just None of them have read the script for sure, but they're just, they're really good. Their instincts are really keen and they're just beating us at at their own game. They know there's predators out here chasing them and they're just, they're, they're sharper than we are right now. It seems like they're on point and we're, we're helping to educate them right now for some reason. Yeah. We just can't quite seem to get it right, but frustrating that's so frustrating especially since we got the weather and the wind and the buck we want the whole deal usually it'd be a slam dunk i mean some years it only takes me one stock to get down on mule deer that's what it took me this year one stock one stock in here yeah Yeah. two stocks total one in colorado yeah unreal yeah it's just like you say you run into this every now and again and it's it's not a run of bad luck or anything, but it sure feels like oh, it, man. you know. It's, yeah, it's just... Just can't quite get it right. Super downer, you know. I can't. I want to get in tight and, you know, be ranging bucks and pick out the one that you want to make a good shot on, waiting for him to turn. We're not getting that waiting for him to turn. We're, we ain't getting that. We haven't been 100 <laughs> yards inside of a mule deer for a long time, <laughs> unless he's running from us. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, that's... 
It's just the game we choose to play. And, um, god dang, I've done everything in my power to try to fill this thing. It ain't over till I get back at the truck and it's fucking the final <laughs> fucking dial slaps fucking <laughs> sunset on the last day. But, god dang, you know it. Yeah, there's a lot of. A lot of firepower back in camp showing up right now, so it's about our time. That's our bell to skedaddle, yeah. or at least get into a different base and get away from all these horses and rifles and who knows what else, you know? Rifle opener's coming, and everybody's going to be going hard, so oh, we're just... Man. We're, like, on our day nine, just exhausted, and these guys are showing up 100% fresh on horses <laughs> with McDonald's in their saddlebag. We're starving to death, completely out of food, nothing to eat. (laughs) Race is on, though. We're still, we're going to make something happen. We're going to try. I'll spook every one of these two in this mountain range before it's all said. Just be the most hated humans on the mountain today. But, you know, they give us our season. It's, you know, September 1st through the 14th is bow season. 15th is rifle season. So it's my bow season right now and our bow season, you know. Got to go. Got to make plays. You can't just sit back and be like, oh, I won't spook a deer, I promise. Sorry, sorry, bro. No, no. No, no. It's, I'm going to go make a play. Sit back and watch this. Dude, and we are not stalking recklessly either. We're not even, no, we're not putting ourselves in a bad position. We're holding up before we get there. Yeah. We're just trying to do everything right, but I just always think you just need one more chance. God, we have to keep getting that one more chance. We <laughs> keep blowing we it. Get another chance. It's like I don't know. It's like dangling the fruit in front of our face, and then they just rip it away from us. Mm-hmm. Pretty fun, I guess, but frustrating at the same time. Well, I haven't saddled, and no, yeah, that's a big part of it. Is if we wanted to shoot a buck, we could have shot a buck. <laughs> Last but. night, I did tell you, like, yeah, there's a. There's a four-point behind you, buddy. Feeds <laughs> <laughs> out right behind us. It's like, uh... We were, no. we were waiting to for that buck to come out. Yeah, that's exact Dan's words. My back was turned towards him watching. He goes, you know, there's a four-point behind you. <laughs> Turned around and sure enough. So, I mean, you're just looking for one of these bucks that you're really thrilled to death with. And, you know... God, I've been really fortunate to pull it off year after year after year. Yeah, sure. Sometimes your number just comes up. I'm not admitting deep feet yet, but God dang it, we screwed up some opportunities. Yeah, still played it smart, though. you got to hold your head up high. We played it smart, yeah. and we have hunted so hard. You know, we haven't done anything really dumb. You know what I mean? No. There hasn't been a bad arrow or a freaking expose yourself in the middle. You know what I mean? There hasn't been anything stupid, so. No. I think if we just keep practicing, keep playing this, and keep learning, and it's just going to continue to make us better, you know? Elk yeah. better be beware. Well, and dude, it'll pay off, like, throughout the season. Yeah. Like, building these skills and this heartache and, you know, you know, burning up our legs and the whole <laughs> deal. Like, you know, it's just going to make us better, and this is going to equal a big buck in the late season or in the mid-season or a big bull during elk season, yeah. you know? I know we're putting the skills in place, and... I'd love to be 100% on trophy critters every time I go out, but, you know, the truth is, man, it's just difficult out here in the real world. Yeah, it's haunting public land with bucks that came off the peaks, and they're just, you know, they're hard horn now, and they are just on point. Yep. All right, well. Need a blind and deaf one to step out. We really do. Just give us the dumb buck. <laughs> one that got its eye stabbed out. Can't really see. Won't make it through yeah, winter. Just a big old buck. Missing ears or whatever. <laughs> I don't care. Yeah. But, something. yeah, we just, um, 
I guess we just keep putting the effort in here and see if we can just get lucky one more time and locate another buck. And... <laughs> we just hiked all the way across the whole entire mountain to get over here. Yeah, all across the whole mountain to get back. It's awesome. Oh, it's a good way to spend half a day. Yeah, we'll, we'll drop a thousand, we'll get camp, we'll gain a thousand, we'll drop camp. Yeah, it's, yep. Well, let's, um, let's make an attack pan, plan. Yeah. And, um, we'll go for it. But, God, sorry guys, I love a happy ending to a story, I really do. I just wish I could come on and just go, man, I just arrowed a giant. Yeah. I mean, the buck we were on this morning, those two were just monsters, you know. Oh, but, it's just, um... It's tough. Like I said, we got another 24 hours. I know. I'm not giving up. I got to keep faith. I love to pull like a, just a, a buzzer beater yeah. Yeah. right at the buzzer. Shoot that three-pointer to win the game. <laughs> just oh. something good. you know. Just, just to... give me the ball. Just let me get close. Let me shoot it. Heck yeah. Gosh, get a dumb one hiking down the trail and just have a buck stand still for a minute. I mean, I don't know. We'll find one. We'll make another play. I know we will. It's just. Yeah, we just got to pick ourselves up. Well, also, we've got no food to recover. We've got... Is that why my legs feel like jello? Because I have yeah. nothing to eat except my own body right now? We're just starving ourselves. Oh, I mean, it wasn't a bad hike, but... No, it wasn't. It's like... We missed the water. I, I found it above us, and I found it below us, and we walked through the one strip does, where we couldn't find it. Why does the water go underground and boil back up? Like, what the heck? It's ridiculous. Yeah. But... I think I got two ounces right now. Yeah. I think you got four or six. Yeah, I got six ounces. Yeah. Golden for the day. <laughs> we do have to make the ridge. We got to fill up a couple oh, bottles. The ridge. Walk through everybody's freaking wall camps, wall tents, and be like, hey. See you, fellas. Good luck finding a deer now. Yeah, I mean, um, we've hunted this place pretty hard. Um, <laughs> I wouldn't want to hunt a half dress. <laughs> Let's just say that. But, you know, it's rifle season and things yeah. change, and we saw new bucks every day. It's a good location, good vantage point. Those guys got a heck of a chance of killing one of these big bucks we've been chasing. Yeah, so for sure. We'll yeah. leave it to them. It's their season, and um, our season's about closed, but we still got a chance. You're saying there's a chance. There's still a chance. We still got arrows. We still got a day. Oh boy. Just, I don't know what to say. It was a good play. Yep, it was a good play. Nothing we can do. No. All right, over and out before my battery dies. Uh, okay, oh, I hit record. Yep. <laughs> heck of a start right uh, um well, we're just um last day we gotta head out um yeah i didn't fill a buck tag um but what a heck of an experience um it was an absolute adventure dude good job on your buck yeah man appreciate it, it was awesome dude thanks for staying in with me and, oh, yeah. and hunting so hard and going so hard and i know trying to capture this on film with it which is an added degree of difficulty and you really mm -hmm. stepped up and helped me out when i you know it was gonna have to be solo you know yep. so that was killer man yeah no worries at all i had a blast i love the mountains so it worked out great for me so it's like i don't we just you know we get talking and um you know i guess what hurts so bad like i don't mind being unsuccessful i don't mind eating a tag and i've had so much bow hunting success that you know it's like it, it doesn't 
that does that isn't the part that burns me. What burns me, and like I was telling you this morning, is <laughs> I just put so much effort and so much work into it yeah. and so much map study, and I do all this all year long believing that it's going to make a difference and that this that I'm going to be successful, that if I work hard enough at it, that I can arrow a trophy buck on every hunt or every place I go. You know, I can be successful. I can figure it out. And so I guess that's what burns me is that, you know, you put in all this work. We work so hard. We, we created our opportunities and I just didn't get it done, you know, so that's what kills me. Yeah. But I know that the answer is hard work and the answer is dedication. And, you know, we like I got quite a few plays on mule deer, but there's a couple things that I could definitely clean up. Now, there's the added degree of difficulty, a secondary living the the bucks mm-hmm. were so switched on, more switched on than I've ever seen. And we'd watch them through the scope and they'd spook themselves, yeah. you know, two, three miles away yep. and go run to a different feature. Would, yeah, and so, so on edge, yep. like almost every buck act like a spooked buck or yep. like a, like a buck that had, I, I hate to use the analogy, like a, like stung by an arrow or something, yeah. but you know, every, every buck was like, he was stung by a bee. Yeah. He was looking around like, man, it's getting ready to go off. Yep. And there's a lot of people coming in. We had people hiking up yesterday. We got another horse camp. There's just right around our little base, and there's three or four horse camps. Um, like I said, people hiking up, rifles everywhere. I mean, it's just, it's getting kind of wild. So it's the right decision to get out of here. You know, we'll pack up, make sure everything's good today, and then get out of here. But uh, I don't know. I wouldn't second guess too much. The hard work you did put in, um, I'm very fortunate because I get a kind of play off of all that hard work you put in and I was able to arrow a buck so like I've never been to this spot dude this is the spot you found I mean you had the motivation to come up here and glass it and figure it out to get us up here to know where to camp I mean it was kind of like I don't know pretty fortunate to have a hunting partner or hunting like kind of like a leader like that to to learn from and to go with so I mean I wouldn't second guess it I just coming up short I I get you I've been there I've been there a lot um we all have. We've all eaten yeah. tags, you know. I, I just but been you re- did the right thing. Yeah, so, was what I'm getting at. You did yeah. the right everything that the hard work you put in actually did pay off. It did, and and you have to. Sometimes I get too focused on the goal at hand too, and it is about enjoying the process. And I think we did that really well. But you know, you have to like the mountains. You can't be up here no. to kill a buck for Instagram. You no. can't be up here to impress other people. Like you have to be up here and you start to fall in love with the process mm-hmm. in the mountains. And sure, some of it is a grind. Two days without food is a freaking grind. Yeah. Our legs are just on fire. Yeah. We don't, you know, there's, there is no, uh, energy there. Like your, your, your body, you're just at too much of a calorie deficit, you know? And so, you know, I'm just like, it is a grind, but you have to embrace it all and look around yourself and, be excited about the adventure, you well, know. Take it all in, even yep. with the storms. You see the clouds. I mean, it was like a like a freaking weird monster coming over the peaks of the mountains, and these huge cloud formations would just come rolling all the way down into the basin and fill the entire basin. I mean, how cool was some of that stuff, dude? The coolest. And then when like the storms do go away and it's clear, we're looking at some of the gnarliest mountains around, and it was just like, holy crap! Look at your background, man. I mean, you can just see for. 100 miles in every direction it was just it's pretty cool living up on top i mean i don't know we got to see a lot of cool things we got a lot of eagles and bears and a ton of bucks holy cow what is there a... anything more fun than glassing up a gray buck in like remote yeah. back country like it's just, that it is so freaking cool it's it was and it's green this year this is a wet year pretty much it was green in colorado for us it was green here um 
it's pretty cool. It makes it a lot of fun. You know, we did spend a lot of time by a fire because it was cold. I mean, we it was cold. There's nothing you can do when you're clouded in or rained you can't in. See or, zero and like visibility. you say, it was cold. It was like um, fall elk hunting or something. You know, it was. We um, had a lot of frost on the ground yesterday morning. It was just. It was enduring day in day out. It was enduring, mm-hmm. and uh, we did grind really well. We did enjoy the experience. I know we laughed a lot. You know, oh, yeah. And, oh, yeah. and you know, there's definitely some things on the stocks I could clean up. There's a couple mistakes I made that I would do better. Mm-hmm. Um. But, you know, you take five or six of those stocks, I wouldn't play them any different. It's just a it's a higher degree of difficulty. You just don't know where the bucks are. They disappear yep. in some timber, and you have to guess where they're going to come out. And then you try to set up on that feature. And sometimes you can set up where you're in bow range, which is close, which is your wind close and everything. Sometimes you can set up farther, but it, it really depends on the feature itself. Like, some features lend itself where you can hold up farther out, and some features you got to get in tight, and you're waiting for those bucks to walk out and shoot them. But we really did play a lot of those things really intelligently. We moved really slow, didn't get too excited. I mean, so I had a couple mistakes I could clean up, but I think it's inevitable that, you know, Throughout a hunt, you know, you're going to make a couple mistakes. Something's going to catch some movement. Something is going to wind you. Something, you know, it's like, so, you know, clean up those mistakes. Think about those. And I think that'll help me, you know, for the rest of the season. And, you know, I think my redemption, like, it's always tough for me to leave unsuccessful. And so, you know, I don't, I don't, like, I had so much fun on this hunt. It was such an adventure. I won't look back as a negative in don't kid yourself i'll think back of this hunt next year but you know right now all i can focus on is the season the next hunt we have the next hunt i have you know the good thing is i still got a muley tag i still got two of them in my pocket you know they're just late season muley tags so you know that's where my focus needs to be is to clean up those couple mistakes and um continue to hunt hard and learn from it and and be better and and Jesus, let's go arrow, you know, I want to yeah. go arrow my best late season mule deer. Yep. You know, that's where my focus needs to be. And and hard work does pay off and preparation does pay off, you know. You, 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 it, it just, um, I just couldn't make it come together on this deal. Even though we were into bucks, even though it was a good hunt, even though the opportunity was there, I just couldn't quite get that opportunity I needed. Yeah, I shake my head because I can't figure out. I guess why, you know, I mean, I just, it's, it was weird to me. I mean, usually, dude, you're, you're one or two stocks in and your, your tag's punched. So it was, uh, nothing on you. It was just, it was just a weird scenario. I just, just different. Something totally different. It was definitely really tough. And there's a reason why you don't see many archery bucks come from Wyoming. Yeah. You know, because they've got a September 15th rifle season and the bucks know that. Yeah, they do. You can tell. Yeah, you you got limited time to try to arrow a good buck. And also they're, they're just so tough because they move off those peaks. They know it's rifle season's coming they know bow season's here they move off those peaks and dude we've ran into it like it reminded us of hunting like um that gnarly mountain range in montana yep because those bucks would disappear into the timber and then you'd spend all day sitting on that timber just hoping they're still in there trying to find trying to trying to have them come out and you can only set up on one side of the timber they come out on the far side and walk out of your lives and that's what we did the other day seven eight hours sit on that giant buck the perfect position, the perfect win, the perfect everything, and he bounced a feature up. We didn't even know it. We sat there all day for nothing. We found him the next day up on the higher feature. It's a it's a positive hunt because think about this. You're going to get this tag again, and you know how much 
better you know the land and the layout now oh, and man. where those bucks are and where how many places we've already stalked to and already know now knowing like okay there's a buck there chances are he's going to come out this feature this feature he's going to roll around here if i do bump him he's going to roll around here i mean the knowledge you have now on this spot is next time you have this tag look out i mean it's you're going to have it dialed i mean you're going to know so many features isn't that the truth a lot of it it is knowing the country when you're stalking in blind and you don't know you've never been there before you know a lot of times you're hoping that you're in the right spot you're hoping mm -hmm. the approach is right you're hoping you can see them when you get there um we had no you know I, yeah so knowing the country is way better and you're right we know all those buck features we know where all of them like to hang out we know where all the slides come out up on top you know so, where the glass from now. oh we know it inside and out mm -hmm. and you know I love to explore new places, and I'm sure we'll have some new places we'll hit the next time we get this tag, but we got to come in here and go try to do this again and time it right and yeah. get in here and try to uh, chase some of these bucks. Because you're right, knowledge of country is huge. When you've been there before, God, if we could just get a stock in the same place yep. again, oh, my gosh. Done deal. Oh, we just know it so well. We know, yeah. you know, how they roll through it. But, yeah, man, I mean. The only thing I'd like to bring up is when – we're looking from a vantage point and we're two miles off and we got the big scope and we see a buck in a good spot and you see other bucks around too but you're, you're kind of going after a certain caliber or whatever buck you like um try not to blow out any country in between that buck and you so what we had here is we got a big horse trail going through a section of it um we kind of learned the hard way that just because there's a trail that would you know speed up the time to get to that one buck it's not the right move because that trail puts you in too close to other bucks and so towards the end of the hunts the last few days we've learned to get off that trail and just kind of go low in the timber and, and loop way up and around and i i wish we would have started doing that at the very beginning i wish we would have taken the extra what half hour 45 minutes maybe mm -hmm. off trail to do that and so that's a, that's a hard lesson to learn don't don't uh don't take these easy routes yeah, that because was, there's a trail. That was a mistake we made. Dan's yeah. right. We had this route to get way over, and, and we're covering miles and thousands of feet of yeah. elevation to get yeah. to these spots, and a lot of times you walk the easiest route, you know, mm -hmm. and the easiest route is what Dan's talking about is we had to cross, lose all this elevation, gain all this elevation. Where we gained it was right in like this wide open and it yeah. overlooked it's directly across from this sweet deer feature yep and so what we did one night we were across making plays and we went to walk back and as we were walking back we're midway through the opening in this trail and we look across and we see well there was two shooters together that we had been chasing and yeah. they're was another one on the line that was down lower yep. and we're stuck in the wide open now how many yards away you think we are oh, man. 800 a thousand yards away Probably. we're a half a mile away yep definitely. half a mile away and they're staring at us half well kind of <laughs> well they yeah that's what ended up happening is yeah. they ended up catching our movement and yeah. and we blew those bucks out of there yeah. And we didn't even have a chance at him, you know, or, you know, I guess I had some stocks at him earlier or whatever, <laughs> but, you, but, yeah, you know what I mean. but we blew him out of country and ruined that opportunity. So that was a mistake that I made. You're right. 
that as we were looking back this morning, I was just trying to think of mistakes I made or things I could have done different. You know, really, I think we would have played everyone the way we played it. We made some great plays and some great stocks. But those mistakes that you're talking about, that was a major one. Well, we had so much confidence. Every day we had so much confidence because, yeah, we'd go make a play on a buck. Well, guess what? That wasn't the only buck we saw that day. We had two or three other plays that we could do the same day. We just chose to do this play. So we could have backed out of that play and still had another play. Mm -hmm. So our confidence was huge throughout this whole hunt because, like, daily we had multiple shooters picked out. Mm -hmm. So it was just... I don't know. It was it was just kind of weird. Like I don't, maybe too much confidence. I don't think so. Well, I don't know. and I think I could have closed on a on the line buck. Yeah, oh, but, yeah. But yeah. we would choose. Like I would choose the biggest buck every day, even if he was in a worse well, spot. We want we we are not like me. The buck I got is not going to score that good. He's not that like what people would say a, a high scoring buck. But he's probably one of the, if not the biggest buck on the mountain that we saw this yeah, trip. Yeah, dude, absolutely. Um, we are looking for those next class, eight, nine-year-old, big, mature, belly dragon mule deer. You that's know? what gets me excited, Exactly. Man. It's a different beast. Those, yeah. those deer that's got like the hanging neck and the huge round bodies and they're just so much, they're just, their shoulders are huge. You just... It's a totally different deal. I mean, yeah, could you have shot a 150, 160? Yeah, you, you could have. But how many of those did you pass? Well, remember that 3x4 bedded in the perfect spot oh, against yeah. that shoot oh, right yeah. there? That, <laughs> yeah. that And he was a heavy 3x4, but he was a smaller frame one. But, yeah, every day, a lot of times I would choose to go after the bigger buck. And rightfully so. I'll, I'll take my results yeah. because of that because I got a chance to play the game with some of the biggest mule yep. deer around. That is amazing yep. to me. I wait all year just to have the chance or the opportunity and man i got that in spades there was a lot of times i looked through that scope and i went holy shit look at that thing you know or god look at the width on that that one we were chasing the last couple days oh, oh my god he would have fulfilled every one of my dreams that was dude. so funny yeah that was so funny you walked off to go take a shit or whatever you had to do and you came back and i was just like dude <laughs> since you've been gone look at this buck <laughs> yeah holy crap. well we were looking at a buck with an extra and he was on the line. Yeah, he was cool. He was way cool. He had an extra in his back fork, yep. some webbing and stuff. And yep. he was pretty tall. And we were looking at him. And I, I was just on the fence. And then I started thinking. I I walked over. I had some time to think as I was in the brush <laughs> in there. And I was like, man, I just don't. Like, we are so far. We got to pack this buck so far. Oh, so far. And I just don't. Like, I love hunting mule deer. And I love bow hunting. And there's a lot of places that I am absolutely psyched to shoot 160-inch mule deer. But in that place, like, packing that yeah. thing out of there and making you work and do all that effort for it, like, I just, all of a sudden, I'm like, man, I don't know if I want to, I don't know if I want to do that. I think I want to keep playing the game here, you know? And then I come back, and yeah, Dan's, uh, <laughs> Dan's quote was, he didn't just say, look at the other buck. He goes, okay, get in the scope. He goes, uh, okay, look at your buck. He's standing there. Look at the buck to the right. And I look over, and it's just the most enormous 30 to 35-inch wide giant forks on him. Just the one hard horn yeah. beast. Turns his, like right as Dan says, look at the buck to the right. He turns his head to look at me, and he's just so big. And it's like, okay, yeah, all, right, all right, I know yep. what we're doing. Yeah. But, decision made oh man no it's been a great trip so many laughs so many just i don't know, just good times really i mean 
a lot of a lot of, I mean wet feet every single day wet drying out every single day I mean there's just my boots did good and it's yeah. a great system I I left my gaiters down in the truck I yep. I would have made a couple gear changes yep. oh you're coming into the biggest storm guy and you don't want to bring waiter you don't want to bring your gaiters or bring your rain pants you know like you know you the problem is is you have to be such a minimalist to travel this country all mm-hmm. those pounds on your back day in day out yeah. they add up in exertion you know and so like you, you and i did good we uh we talked about it before the hunt yep. we're like hey who's bringing what i mean i got a really nice spot and scope too but i'm like dude we both don't need spot and scopes nope. do we so we we cut down on a scope we t- cut down on a tripod and then all of a sudden like what do you got for cookware i uh, let me bring my jet boil you know so we just we're really good about splitting weight and splitting gear. Um, so the that, teepee. That was, yeah, yeah, the teepee was Between huge. Us, yeah. Oh, man. We, we did, didn't bring the stove. The stove would have been nice for yeah, sure, but yeah. three guys in here is a little packed. It is. It's, yeah, it's a little bit too tight. I mean, but, if you kept your gear out, it'd be okay, but... Yeah, I mean, we did a lot of good, good things. Yeah. A lot of positive. And no, Way more positive no major mistakes or anything. No. And and like I say, the gators are so light; it would have been so easy to throw yeah. in. But like every backpacking trip you go on, you should analyze and go, "What did I use? What did I not yeah. use? What can I get rid of? And what can I keep?" Yeah. And really, I look at everything I brought in here. I used every bit yeah. of every piece of gear I owned in yeah. here. You know, it was like. Like, I used everything. My socks were perfect. You know, I didn't bring that many prayers. I was like three pairs or something. Yeah. I, you know, I one, four. one shirt, but I think it's so important to have like a dry shirt in your bag if you sweat one out. Yeah. Like, that can be dangerous, you yeah. know? So, I mean, really, you look at all our gear and we did do great. But yeah, gaiters would have been nice. Those, you know, even if your boots are waterproof, like getting that water in the tongue in there or at the bottom of your legs and then it drains down to your feet. So, you're right. I mean, we were drying gear constantly, and the grass is just so wet and yeah. so high. And and even when it's raining that dang hard, I don't care who you are, you just can't keep dry with the no. best. Like, I fish steelhead out on the Olympic Peninsula where it rains 200 inches of rain a year. You have the best. You have waders yeah. that are absolutely waterproof. You have the, you know, I wear my Sitka jacket down. It just doesn't matter. The water seeps in around your neck. It seeps in yeah. in your sleeves. It drips wet. off your jacket into your other, like, you just get wet, you know. So, yeah, we did have to dry out some gear, but, man, um... Number one is to survive, keep safe. We did yep. that. Yep. I pushed my body. We uh-huh. hiked so many miles in elevation day in, day out. Yeah. We really got to grind. like, And we got to grind through some miserable weather and cold weather and, you know, like cold on the vantage point, cold waiting for bucks. That one day we were both shivering by the oh, time evening man. came. It was so freezing. Like... Almost every day we had on everything we owned. Yeah, you know? I wore everything I owned to bed during the day. I mean, seriously, I, I've stayed. I, I think I told you at one time I was wearing four hooded shirts at one time, <laughs> pretty much the entire trip. Five when I put my rain jacket on. Yeah. I mean, it was crazy. I wore my rain jacket just as a windbreaker a lot of times. You know, my regret is is my feet got so cold and I got these brand new sweet boots. And I uh, melted the front end of my boots. So I got a, like a little hole in the front of my boots now because my feet were so cold and I got too close to the fire. But other than that, it was good. Everything everything was good. I had a lot of fun, man. You got some great content. Um, I don't know. We just we had a lot of fun. And but... we killed one buck, dude. Yeah. We're, gotta... we're a, I mean, I, you're the hero. I mean, we just, we make a great team. And when you decide to hunt, like, um, 
you know, I hunt a lot solo and yeah. I mix and match. Yep. I really enjoy hunting with you and sharing the experience. And even though there's two of us in two tags, it's not going to happen every time. But I really believe, you know, we make each other better. Like you helped me out so much over the last handful of days on stocks behind the glass. Dude, you're so diligent behind that glass. And man, I mean, we showed off all those those uh those human traits that I that I love that I want to show off that I think about all year you know yeah. the grit the determination the endurance the mountaineering like all the stuff that I in lo- like I'm in love with the process we did it we just got to do it for 15 days throughout Colorado and mm-hmm. Wyoming I mean I just had one of the greatest high country mule deer seasons I just didn't arrow a buck yep and hopefully I'm just gonna carry carry that success into it. You know, I got redemption on a bull uh, this year. You know, an elk last year was the tag I ate, which just killed me. You know, I'd shot a six point for quite a few years in a row. And high country mule deer, I had gone 12 or 13 years in a row killing a high country mule deer. This is the first year. Like, it was bound to happen. Wow. Yeah, that's that's pretty amazing. Um, That's amazing. Well, and I didn't settle either. No. You know, we're looking for a good buck. Um you know, I can make excuses. I fell short of my goal, but all I can do is just carry it into next season. And, yeah. you know, I'll look at this hunt and 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 uh, think about it a bunch and, and have happy thoughts about it, you know. But, yeah, uh, the point I was trying to make is just hunting as a partnership. When you find a good partner, it makes you better. And a lot of times your success is the other guy's success, you mm-hmm. know. And you succeeded on a giant mule deer, and I'm super psyched for you. And part of being a good hunter is also like making the people around you better, you know? And like, I think we accomplished that. You killed a buck. Like, I mean, you know, it's all, all a success. Like everything did work out, you know, the, the place we were going to go, the hunting we're going to do, you know, the, the stuff, it all worked out. You killed a buck. I mean, I'm rambling on just trying to think of the words to describe everything, but man, it was just an awesome hunt. Well, I enjoy it because the mountains prove to each other what the other person actually is or who the other person actually is. And it proves the off season, what the other guy was actually doing. I mean, it, it, there's, you can't hide anything up here. If that kind of makes sense. Everything, the true colors come to light. I mean, you're really exposed out here because you, you do rely on your, your hunting partner a lot. Um, you know, sharing food, sharing stories, entertainment. I mean, just everything about it. I mean, you're relying on everybody. And, you know, Brian and I, we don't live in the same town or anything. So we don't hang out as that often, really. We do during hunting season. But um, outside of hunting season, we fish a little bit. Um, you know, try to just do, you know, meat for runs if we can. I mean, we just, it's... Not very much involved, really. It's just during hunting season, so... And I know how hard Brian works, so, you know, every time I start a new season, I work hard, too, but not to that, uh, not to that length. Well, you, so I always have that nervous, jittery feeling, mm-hmm. like, man, I got... I hope I hope I can succeed. You know, like, two years ago, I went to Colorado with you. Dude, I got elevation sickness so bad, I couldn't help you at all. I was in camp freaking puking my guts out. I was dying. And so my goal was this year coming into it that no matter what happens, I am not going to be that guy. Mm -hmm. I'm going to do whatever I can to make sure I stay healthy. Mm -hmm. You know, it was on the back of my mind the entire time. Mm -hmm. Like, just stay healthy. I know you can. Dude, I can run mountains. I'm good. I know I'm strong enough to do the mountains. That's not my problem. My problem was is keeping my health up 
And so having those goals uh, and meeting those goals was huge for me. Yeah. Whether I killed or not, that's great. But just being able to stick it out was mm-hmm. my friggin' number one goal of the year. Mm-hmm. And dude, you work so hard in the off season. Like the only like you saying that is only because I run a ton of miles. You, like, you do. My you, physical side of yeah. things, I take to the next level. Yeah. You know, and you work yourself physically, but dude, you're an endurance athlete. You you keep yourself in great shape. You are shooting your bow more than anybody yeah. out there, dude. You eat, sleep, and breathe bow hunting. It's yep. all you think about. It's all you do. And I also think that experience is the best thing you can yep. have as a hunter. Now, yep. time is of the essence, and you need to train and make the best of your time. But I also have always believed the thing that separates me from most guys is I hunt more days than most guys. I get to hunt 100, 125 days a year, 150 mm-hmm. days a year. You know, maybe not that many, but it's pushing up there when you start, yeah. you know, bear season. And yeah. then I'm in Hawaii and I'm in New Zealand. I, I already have, I mean, I already have 60 days in this, 70 days in the season. We're just getting into fall, you know. That's and so, true. Like those, you get a lot of hunting days and you hunt really hard. Yeah. Those days that you're hunting... They do more for you than any training you can do, really, because you're in the mountains doing what Mm -hmm. you're training for. And so, like, dude, you're an absolute endurance athlete. You just have to, like you say, um, you're you're coming with me every season, and you do see how hard I work. And we are, like, I push you to, like, It's a hell of a motivation. You know what I mean? It's like, holy shit. Well, I don't take it easy either. We get in the mountains, and I'm like, hey, I think we should go over there. (laughs) And, like, you see where we parked, where we're we're headed, and our through hikes, and our... Colorado and where we push the limits of what's capable by human beings of where they can go and what they can do in a day. My goal this year was was never say no or never have an excuse to back out. And I felt like, all right, you know, I took a couple deep breaths, you know, like, oh, oh, this crazy guy. All right. Well, yeah, this is I'm in. Let's go. (laughs) You know, so it's quite a bit. You know, the other thing is, is how comfortable do uh, do guys actually feel up in the woods? You know, how comfortable um you know, to stay throughout these storms, you know, we had the freaking teepee collapse because of snow load this time. I mean, we had that's s- the thing is I know I can count on you in a bad situation. Whatever yeah. happens, we're going to make it through. I mean, it's like, you know, that that was it could be a really scary situation. Oh, our we're sleeping s- bags. Our, everything's soaked. soaked. Yep. Everything. We don't even know if we can get another fire going. We're so wet. Um you and I almost kind of laughed about it. I mean, it was kind of—it was kind of like, "What the hell is this about?" Like, I—I I was tucked in so deep, and that landed on me. I was like, "Brian, what just happened?" I mean, I knew what happened, but I'm just like, "Are you joking me?" You were trapped in the tent. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sleeping bag soaked. It's—it's it's pouring outside. It's—it's oh, it's cold as all get out. Like you say, no fire. You know, it's like um. But you just go to taking care of things, and I—I yeah. I just know I can always count on you in the mountains, and I know. You know, we've been hunting long enough together. Like, I know you've got the the physical, the mental, the you know, you, you've you've got everything to be a quality boner. I know I can count on you. It makes us better in the mountains, dude. I think we can be better as a pair than than I can by myself. You know, like um, you're so good at glassing, and we can separate. And so I I think that's what it is. It's like finding somebody that you that you really enjoy to hunt with that makes you better and um that you don't have to worry about yeah and you, know? you go you go all in you know yeah. yeah i never have to worry about you so sharing no, the experiences is pretty cool you oh, look man. back and be like man you remember that that was freaking cool oh man the miles and the elevation and yeah all of it's pretty cool my one regret is <coughs> i think it was the first time we put the teepee up i think i know it was the first time we put the teepee up i was using this little twig to um buffer my hand from the tent stakes and it 
busted through the twig and right into my hand. So I've been fighting this friggin' hole in my hand the entire trip and it's just kind of starting to kill me a little bit. Yeah, it's right on the, yeah, you cut yourself the first day. Right on the crease yep. of your hand. So. Guy, it's little it's, things. It is little things yeah. up here, man. Um, yeah, I, I know it. What an experience, though. I think um, taken away from this, I love the mountains. Mm -hmm. I love the process. I got so much out of this trip to be able to look through the scope at some of those bucks. Yeah. And oh, yeah. the prettiest country to me is the country that holds mule deer, but this country back here is just something special. I don't, it's some of the prettiest stuff I've ever seen. You know, everywhere yep. you look, it's like a goddamn, it's pictures. a picture. Yeah, yeah, I mean, we took pictures all the way around us. I haven't looked at the content. I know Logan grabbed some good content while he was up here, you know, too. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I mean, to me, just enjoying the process, enjoying the mountains. I, I don't think you're just up here to fill a tag. You're up here to get a buck. You're up here for an Instagram post. You're up here for a. You're up here for the wrong reasons. You be. You better mm -hmm. be up here because you love to mountaineer in the mountains. Yeah. You know, you be you better be up here because you love the process and you love to hunt high country mule deer and. And to me, I got so much enjoyment and excitement. I just don't have the the buck to show for all our hard work. I mean, mm -hmm. I do because you got yours. Yeah. But, yep. like, God dang it, was that fun. And I feel like we got an experience that not many guys get, get to have. Like, yep. we worked so hard this season to create it. But, dude, we find some epic hunting. Like, oh, that is man. some epic oh, hunting. Geez. Like, I love great hunting. And yeah. that was just, like, we got to see good bucks. Yeah, we didn't see a 200-incher around every corner or anything, no. but some really good, heavy, next-level bucks, extras, inlines. We, we got to chase them. We got to, you know, we got to be in the mountains. We got to endure storms. Like, um, you know, to me, it's just a shame that, like, I, I, I mean, it's not even a shame. It's... I just wish I had a buck to show for the experience yep. we had because the experience was absolutely out of this world. But I do have that. I have the experience. Yep. We've got your buck. We've got the photos. And I just need to build on it and um, yep. ha have a good rest of the season. And, dude, life is all about family and friends. Like, you make these solo goals. I've accomplished a lot by myself in the mountains and killed some giant yep. deer. It doesn't mean as much as like coming up with a buddy and having him kill a deer. You know, you yep. I kill a nice deer together and you got that you're mountaineering together in the mountains. Like oh, it's just huge. it doesn't touch that experience. And yep. so for me, like I think I'm making a shift more towards family and friends, really enjoying my time and um you know, and, and I'm psyched. I got the Hawaii guys coming. Yeah. You're going to he head in for elk season. We're all going to hunt together. We're going to have a great time, you know. Yep. And then, you know, we got late season. We got a lot of hunting to come. This is just the start of it. And it's been a great start. Heck yeah, I agree, man. So much fun. So all many right. memories. So I'm going to try not to hang my head. Try not yep. to be too upset at the results. I'm going to go uh, crawl into the bushes for a minute. Yep. Right on, man. All right. Well, thanks again. That's Heck the yeah. trip. Unless we uh, run into one on the trail <laughs> down, you never know. You never know. All right, so that's a wrap. Uh, so the first ever live hunt, a few hours of audio, uh, went a little bit long, but uh, I just love how we were able to capture it in real time. And, you know, this is something that, that I'll always have and be able to come back to and listen to and... Um, I can, when I listen back to it, I just feel the emotion, you know, it's these, these backcountry hunts are really difficult. Um, so, uh, the cat's out of the bag. You heard, um, yeah, I, I failed on these, these two hunts. I worked so hard all season to prepare myself and, uh, 
came up a little short. So tough pill for me to swallow, but over it now. And just like I was telling you guys on that last recording, I'm just going to carry it into the rest of my hunting and ended up harvesting, you know, a really good bull this year um, on an out-of-state hunt on an over-the-counter tag. So just super pumped at that. I'll record a podcast on that as well. But um, yeah, it's, um, it's, it's, uh, there are no guarantees and, um, but, but I truly believe, uh, hard work, effort, it all pays off, um, you know, in, a, in, in, I'll be, I'll be better than ever before, carry this into the, the rest of the hunts this season and carry it into my high country game next season. Um, but I did, uh, I did just enjoy the experience and, and the mountains and how tough it was and pushing myself and finding my limits and finding huge bucks. It, it was honestly the, the most fun a guy can have in a couple weeks. Um, I just absolutely love it. And, uh, well, you know, I want, want nothing, you know, I just want to continue to, to do that and be able to be in the shape and have the mental toughness and uh, success will come my way. I, I always find success and it's just through hard work, perseverance, uh, you know, making intelligent plays and it just wasn't in the cards in this one. And man, these things can, these hunts can humble you at any one time. And um, it's, that's just the reality of it. So you know, it's tough for me to share this this failure with all you guys as I, you know, you like to put up your highlight reel. You like to put up your highlights of harvesting animals and being successful. And, um, you know, I pride myself on, on that. But, you know, I thought that this was an important one to put out there, this failure. And, and just to, um, you know, because failure is a reality for all of us, you know, and, and um Sometimes it just isn't in the cards and wasn't in the cards this one. I did. Uh, I told you guys I may shoot a buck on the trail on the way out. I could have arrowed a buck on the trail on the way out. I had my camera in my backpack and uh, we were hiking out. Now, it wasn't a giant buck. It was like a four point, like a 140, 150 buck just standing broadside off the trail. And I stop and I freeze and Dan's behind me. But we were trying to film that Wyoming hunt. It it wasn't like I needed that that buck to for you know for my confidence or for you know it was like um it it would have been settling for that buck. But boy, you know after that many days of hunting, I was ready to settle. I just uh, wanted to get it on film if I was going to shoot him. So I had plenty of time to shoot him. But I had Dan dig in my backpack and get my camera out. And the minute he got on that buck, he started to roll and. And I uh, got out of there and I didn't get a shot. So I almost shot one on the trail on the way out too. Um, but yeah, it was just, um, I mean, I look back at those moments and, you know, you have to enjoy the process and enjoy the journey. And um, those failures, they humble me, but they, they keep me working hard. Uh, they make me work harder. And, um, you know, and I, I just, I believe in the process. I'm just going to continue to do what I do and, uh, I will find success. And it's like, I mean, this is public ground. I mean, this is the hunting that all you guys do. It's so difficult, public ground, high country muleys, bow in my hands, gnarly weather. Um, yeah, I, you know, the deck was just stacked against me for some reason in this hunt, but, um, it's just the way it is. I have to swallow that pill and move on. So, um, really fun to share it with you guys. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, let me know what you think of the live hunt and I'll try to do more of these in the future. And, um, Oh, with that, so I want to thank our sponsor for the show, Everly Stock Packs. Uh, they just make great packs. I'm using their, um, their destroyer. I'm using their little big top and I'm using their kite pack. And, uh, they just build great packs for a great price that packs the weight really well. And, 
Uh, I've been really happy with them. So make sure to check them out if you're in the market for a new pack. And with that, let's close this thing off. I got some more hunting to do. I am so fortunate. I get uh, quite a few days in the field now. I just structured my life this way. And, um, man, I got the support of my family, uh, support of work, support of uh, Eastman's. Um, it's just been an incredible season. Um, you know, so I, I just can't wait, and I've got more coming. Um, I'm leaving on my, my Montana elk hunt here in a couple days. I'm going to try to film this one. Um, super stoked. I'm just going to go have fun. Pressure's off. Killed a good bull. So, um, a good bull already in a different state. So, you know, pressure's off. I can just shop for a really good one and have some fun and try to capture some video. So, um, super excited. And, uh, yeah, we'll, um, we'll, uh, keep getting you guys out some episodes and I sure appreciate all the support and photos and congratulations to you guys on your success. And, um, if you did have a failure this year, I feel your pain. <laughs> it's right, right there with you. Uh, two states, high country mule deer. I could not fill my tag. Um, so I feel your pain. It's tough out there. Um, we just need to keep preparing, keep working hard towards our goals, and good things will happen. So thanks, guys. Talk to you soon.